Welcome, everybody, episode 61 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today we're going to be talking about Borderlands 2. Well, I'm going to be talking about Borderlands 2. Will was supposed to get it and still hasn't gotten his copy yet, so. Amazon. Amazon? Yeah. Did you get the release date? They don't have it anymore. I don't know why. What? But he seems to think he has a Prime account. I do have a Prime account. And I got mine, like, no problem. So it's weird. Maybe your account got is expired. When did you sign up for your Prime account? Because they only last a year. Um, Probably around the fall last year. Doesn't it automatically so like, renew? renew, though? Yeah, but he doesn't have to pay for it because he's a student. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. You know what I yeah, should no. do after... Mine's 80 after, bucks. Yeah. After a year, because uh, I had a student account, too. After a year, you just pay, like, half price. Oh, so there you uh, go. So it might be expired at this point. Then. Well, usually, though, when I order things... If it's like, nah, nah, I don't know. I don't get it. Whatever. I'll have it for tomorrow. And I know no matter what, like, anytime you buy something over $25 from Amazon, it's free shipping. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be that. But the that, that shipping is, like, kind of slow. Yeah. So that's probably why you didn't get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, teasers. Really? Uh, sorry to interrupt. Did you, tra- right. did you track it? Yeah. It, um... It's in Latham, New York, which is, like, the second to last place before it hits Vestal. Oh, okay. So it's just slow. It's yeah. coming. It, yeah, it'll be here for tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably probably what happened. Yeah, but I was telling Dan, I ordered, like, I ordered three shirts and a CD, and they shipped after Borderlands 2 shipped, and I got them today. Yeah. So What CD did you get? A band you wouldn't know, but I got a Connecticut Husky shirt. How do you know I wouldn't know the band? Set it off. I don't know. Yeah, I figured you wouldn't. But I got a Connecticut Husky shirt. Love set it off. And Boise State. Huskies. They were one of the teams I play in my dynasty that I really like. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Yeah, we're going to be teasing NHL 13, Tekken Tag, Escape Goat, and the Resident Evil 6 demo. So that's what we're going to talk about later. Nibble Bits. I'll get a start with Nibble Bits this week. Obsidian reached its Kickstarter goal for its Project Eternity project in 24 hours that's apparently supposed to be a new isometric style rpg from obsidian so that's that's exciting uh guild wars 2 is now available in a beta version for the mac os x so they didn't they as a company didn't want to leave out mac users um to their awesome art mmorpg so uh, that's that's good that they did it early rather than later you know yeah absolutely because how long after i don't know World of Warcraft was going to Mac, but it was years after it came out for regular, you know, the the regular yeah. PC edition. So, and then my last one, and this was breaking news. What was it? Yesterday or the day before? I don't remember right now. But Bioware announced Dragon Age Three Inquisition. So excited! Yesterday, I have not. Have you yeah, played was Dragon Age? Yeah, um, I'm very excited for this. Uh, hopefully, it's better than the second one. Uh, I, reading some of the comments on on the the Kota- it was I think it was Kotaku that I read the the blurb about it. A lot of people were hoping for the return of Morrigan, which I am of course hoping for, because she was one of my favorite characters of all time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. didn't I kill her? Did you kill her? Isn't that isn't that an option? Maybe I don't know. I think I killed her. I don't. I don't, I don't maybe I, I don't. I don't remember the end of the first Dragon Age that well. Because yeah, I played through it like four times, and it was different for every character, like much more, much different than you know the end of the first Mass Effect, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You could say there's a lot more different ways you could go with that. So, 
All right, so that's my nibble bits. Will, what do you got for nibble bits? Um, my first nibble bit is uh, Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition has been delayed until November 30th. Uh, my next one is Zynga by another company called A Bit Lucky, and they made a game called Lucky Space, and they're working on a new game called Solstice Arena. Uh, I only have this one because I guess Lucky Space is a very good Facebook game that I read, at least. I've never played it. I don't have a Facebook. Yeah, there's a handful of good ones I've heard. I guess that's one of them. Hmm. And my last one is the fans of City of Heroes raised $1,000 to take the entire staff of who made City of Heroes out to dinner. They did it within three hours, too, and they're planning a ton more in-game stuff for the developers who made that game. Because <laughs> okay. it's going out, right? Yep. Uh, I saw a screen capture from they were having, like, a protest outside one of the in-game buildings. Really? And there was just thousands of characters in this one, like, outside this government building in the game. It was wow. really, really kind of cool. I did, this is kind of cool. I kind of like seeing the fans do this. Yeah, when are our fans going to take us out to dinner? <laughs> I'm surprised they only raised a thousand dollars. Yeah, it doesn't like probably a lot of people didn't know about it. Yeah, well, they said that their target range was a thousand. I don't know if they oh, just okay. stopped at a thousand. I, I thought know. they like they like planned to like pay employees salaries or something like that, and they're like, oh, we got a thousand bucks. Hopefully that'll last somebody <laughs> cover somebody a week. No, nope, yeah. they'll take them out for a nice steak dinner. Yep. Okay. Sorry, Corey. They do something nice. No, that's good. <laughs> Anything else, Will? No, that's it. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, my first one, um, Dark Souls uh, DLC that came with the computer version is going to be on PS3 and Xbox 360 October 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, includes new player versus player mode, maps, and boss characters. Uh, FIFA 13 pre-orders as of September 17th have hit 875,000. Um, uh, I'll be beating every one of those is people that, next Tuesday. Is that just in the United States? Probably just in the United States. I would imagine, yeah. Well, actually, hang on a second. Uh, it says it re- represents a jump of 37% year over year in Europe and even healthier 62% surge in North America. Oh, so, I don't know. Um, but I couldn't be any more excited for that yeah. game to come out. I can't wait. Uh, Mass Effect 3 is adding Omega as uh, another DLC single player, mm-hmm. and they're also planning on additional multiplayer. Um, and Omega comes out this fall. Um, Dead or Alive 5 is coming out September 25th on Xbox 360 and PS3, and you're also going to be able to download it on PSN if you'd rather do the digital okay. than the hard copy. They did that for Borderlands too, also. Did they? Yeah, just you know, at whatever midnight mm-hmm. it becomes available for download, which I think is cool, I yeah. guess. Yeah, if you want it right at midnight. And yep. Don't want to go to GameStop. <laughs> Who wants to do that? Yeah, exactly. All right. That That's all? it. That's it for all me. All right. Well, uh, Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, it, it figures right as you asked me about nibble bits, you guys started cutting out. But I'll just read these and hopefully get through them without there being an issue. <laughs> Did you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my first one is in regards to the Wii U. That happened before, or after our last episode, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, that, that, yeah, that press conference or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the, the big reveals for that was a November 18th release date in North America, November 30th in Europe, and December 8th in Japan, which I didn't realize, but I guess even the Wii came out later in Japan than it did in the United States, which is which is interesting. Yeah, I don't know weird. why they do that. Does anybody know? No, no. that's really stupid. Yeah, yeah well, anyway, uh, two sets, two, two, two bundles, if you will. Uh, $300 is the basic set. 
comes in white and includes the system, gamepad, stylus, a sensor bar, AC adapters for the system and the gamepad, and an HDMI cable, and 8 gigabytes of onboard storage. The deluxe version is $350, comes in black, and includes everything in the basic, um, plus Nintendo Land, a gamepad stand, a gamepad charging cradle, and a console stand. And that's 32 gigs of onboard storage. Um, and it also has something called the Deluxe Digital Promotion, which allows purchasers to earn points uh, when they purchase games, um, or when they purchase online. Uh, down by, by purchasing digital titles, they earn points towards buying future games, which is kind of cool, I guess, if you buy a lot of games. Uh, also, something that came out of that, I don't think they mentioned this during the press conference, but afterwards they found out that games are going to be $60.00 as opposed to the $50 that they are now for the Wii. Yeah. So they're just joining the real world, I guess. Um, but the biggest the biggest takeaway for me and the thing I, I think was, was the best news was that all your accessories for your Wii are compatible with the Wii U, including the controllers, which is important. Yeah, that's a good thing. Definitely. Uh, which it kind of sucks that PlayStation and, and Microsoft don't do that. Yeah. For their consoles, I mean, it, there's really no reason other than make more money off the hardware. Especially since the the controller for the Xbox and 360 isn't radically different. It's a little right. bit different, but well, I mean, look at the PlayStation controller. That hasn't really changed very much since PS1. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Since the first Dual Shock. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it for the Wii U. Does anybody have anything to add about that? Nope. Um. Yeah. I'll get one eventually. Yeah, probably. I think I'm in the same boat as Dan there. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I wanted to mention, I guess it's just, like, selling, like, hotcakes. I saw. Um, yeah. I was reading some people's posts about it, and they were all saying that... Actually, I was reading an article, I think it was on Gama Sutra, about how Amazon doesn't sell Nintendo hardware anymore. Like, just themselves. They'll sell it through a third party. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I figured you knew I was going to use no. it as my news article. But I was like, ah, they probably already know about all this shit. No, I didn't Because I didn't that. either. I didn't realize it, but... um. And somebody posted on there, he's like, you know what, I specifically was going to wait to order on Amazon, and now everybody's all sold out of it, and now I can't get it. Huh. So That's yeah. weird. Yeah, the, the, there is something going on with the Nintendo and Amazon, but nobody seems to know what it is. Yeah, and neither, neither side will talk about it. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, the, somebody said they think it has something to do with the 3DS, but I, I don't know. Maybe lowering, lowering, lowballing the Nintendo yeah. price for yeah. 3DSs. But, uh, but other well, retailers do that, too. Or maybe just because uh, Amazon's the biggest. Corey, do you want to get a Wii U at some point? Not really. Okay. There's really nothing that interests me about did it you, at this point. Did you see all the games coming out for it? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's good to see, like, some other games coming out than just a shitty Nintendo yeah, game. Yeah, they, they announced uh, Bayonetta 2. Uh, <laughs> I didn't play the first one, but a lot of people liked it. <laughs> you gotta watch. You got to watch the Francis video on the Wii U. Oh, yeah. God, did he release another one? Yeah, I can't wait. We're watching it during break. It's really funny. So, yeah, watch the Francis video on the Wii U. All right, I'll do that. Uh, you go want ahead. to move along? Yeah, go we... ahead. Okay, uh, the ne- my next one is Humble Indie Bundle 6 uh, came out yesterday, and it actually includes the first Torchlight, which is just in time for the second Torchlight to come <laughs> yeah. out tomorrow. Um, so, but that's cool. Uh, if you don't know what the Humble Indie Bundle is, it's pay what you want for several video games. And if you pay more than the average, which as of today was just over $5, uh, you get an extra video game. And this bundle includes Torchlight, Vessel, Shatter, Rochard, and Spaz, which are all pretty cool games. Um, I've only played Torchlight, but I've seen a lot of 
footage from um, Vessel Shatter and Rashad. Or, yeah, Rashard. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I've never seen Spaz. I can't speak to that. And if you pay above the average, you get Dust Force included as well. Um, are, and are you getting it, Corey? Probably not. Yeah. I got way too many games to play. It's hard this time of year because I thought about buying it too. But I already have Torchlight. I got the last one and I haven't played a minute of any of the games. Yeah. yeah. And there were some good ones. Yeah, yeah yep. that, the last one was really good. That L- was the Limbo, Limbo, Bastion. Oh, wow. Um, those are the two best games. Yeah. And, and they're, they're DRM-free. They work uh, with Steam if you want and uh, Mac, Linux, and PC compatible. So. And Android too, I think. Or was that the Android bundle? I think you're thinking of the Android bundle. Okay, yeah, because that that had the same thing though. It had you could unlock it on Steam or any PC. There's yep. a bunch of different things you got with it, which I think is awesome. If you pay for the game, you should be able to play it on your different platforms. You know, yeah, it's great. And again, you can you could pay a penny if you want to be that guy, or I think you can pay something <laughs> really. Um, I don't think I could do that. You, you choose where your money wants to go too. I, I like plugging it every time. Yeah. Every they release one just because I think it's such a nice nice service. A lot of the you can. Uh, the proceeds go to charity for the most part. Um, but again, that's up to you. If you want to give all your money to the developers, you, you choose how you want to divvy up who gets what yeah. what you pay. That's it's, great. It's a great idea. I don't think I could be that asshole that paid a penny. No. What? You'd have I'm pretty to be sure a... I did for the first, the very first Humble Indie Bundle. Really? You were unemployed. I was in a very, very tight video game or financial situation, so video games were... Well, then you kind of didn't know what to expect, too. Did you, right. did you make it up to them the next time? No. <laughs> I always pay just over the average. So Corey's kind of a jerk. Kind of, but no, you know, I'm just I kidding. have a lot of money, you know. And I, yeah. and here I like I buy these games and I talk about them and I always praise them. So yep. maybe so, maybe even if one person or two people buy them because I talk about them. Yeah. I feel like I did my job. No, I agree. I agree. Okay. Uh, um yeah, I'll move along. Microsoft renewed the Killer Instinct trademark. Um they said this quote with all due respect to our friends in the media who like to frequent trademark sites, we thought we'd break this one ourselves. Our legal eagles have authorized us to say we have either renewed or refiled a trademark application in various jurisdictions for the Killer Instinct. Uh, a lot of people anticipate that it's just an HD remake of one of the original games, which I don't know if I'm too interested in. No. Um, I, I love I love the, the first Killer Instinct to death, but I don't really care for an HD remake of it. Yeah. You know? I don't do know that that type of game holds up all that well. Not um, with all the f- new fighting games that have come out. I can't exactly. imagine it would. Yeah. And my last one is Minecraft is now out on Amazon Kindle for six ninety nine. Minecraft Pocket Edition. Oh, cool. Yet another way to play Minecraft. Nice. <laughs> Which I bought months ago and still haven't played yet. <laughs> Same here. Played it once. Okay. All right, well, how was everybody's week? Corey, it's been the longest since we've talked to you. How was your two weeks? It was it was good. Uh, I'm sure, I don't know how much you guys talked about it. Um, we mentioned it as often as we could. My roommate let our electric <laughs> bill or service lapse. Um, yeah. And I can remember handing him the Nat Geo bill, which is our, our electric company here, handing him the bill a couple days prior and saying, here you go. I remember it vividly, um, but he just didn't pay it, so they shut our electricity off. The way the way we work it is we just keep paying the minimum, so like we won't pay for like three months, and then they'll be like, if you don't pay this amount, we're turning it off, so then we just send them a check for the minimum amount. I love that. Yeah, that, it's fine. But that's your way of sticking it to the man. 
Yeah, when the power goes out, like my roommate had to go and cut like a five hundred something dollar check just to get the electricity back on. Yeah. Um, and, and they wouldn't come and do it because uh, it was later in the day, and I guess everybody had been had gone home, so they're like, "Oh, we'll be there tomorrow to do it." Then do they know who you are? They would probably don't know who I am. Maybe I should get my name on the bill just so they know. Like this guy, <laughs> he, a very famous podcast. <laughs> He's on our electric. We better keep him happy or he might yeah. lambaste our company. <laughs> one of my favorite words of all time. Lambaste. Lambaste. It's a good it's one. so underutilized. I, have, I don't think I've said that in years. God, keep saying it. I don't know why it popped into my head. Oh, well. Lambaste. But, yeah, I, I was able to call in uh, to the Hangover episode on, yeah. on, on through Skype on my phone. Um so that was fun. I was glad I got in on that because that was a that was a good good episode. If if you're interested in the indoctrination theory from Mass Effect, I highly recommend it. But it's chock full of spoilers. So oh yeah, uh, and your phone could do that because there's there's enough juice to get through like an hour. But you know, it usually takes us about eh, five hours to record. Yeah, my phone. So. My phone in that time that we did that, my phone went down fifty percent. Oh, there you go. So wow. Uh, but the, the other thing I want to talk about, another thing I like to plug just because I love it so much, and you guys have been there. Will, you haven't, but I went to a Upright Citizens Brigade show. Oh, yeah. Um, on Saturday in, in, in Chelsea in the city. Um, and once again, it was a blast. If, if you live in the area or even if you're just visiting, I highly recommend it. It's not like a touristy thing to do at all. Like, no, it's off the beaten path, definitely. It's definitely off the beaten path. There's cheap $3 PBRs. Where is um, this? In Chelsea. It's the one we went to. Which Upper one? Citizens Brigade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw you were there again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was, was their What was their theme? It was hilarious. They did They did two parts, and the first part was called. Uh, actually, I don't remember what the name of the first. Uh, well, the name of their team is called the Curfew, and what they did for the first part is interviewed somebody from the audience about their hometown, uh-huh. and, like, <laughs> their hometown, and stuff like that, oh, and then they just turned turned it into improv based on that information. Oh, wow. that's great. That's kind of cool. All the people and like the landmarks and just like the stupid stuff. And this, this the one that they picked uh, was this girl who was from an island off the coast of Washington State. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Um, and it, it was it was like perfect because like one half of her island is hippies and the other half is military. So like right away they already yeah they could really feed off that. Um, so that was good. And then the second part they did they just they take a phrase and just run with it and the, the phrase that was was tossed out at them was sibling rivalry and it was really <laughs> funny i i like i couldn't make it funny by describing it but you have to go see yeah. i just love improv you know yeah. yeah we should go down there next time i come down i would love to so sophie my girlfriend told me that uh that i was laughing more and louder than anybody else <laughs> well that's because you have a funny sense of humor yeah yeah you know well, plus, plus the club was probably filled with hipsters who don't really laugh that much anyway. No, they didn't find it nearly ironic enough. Yeah. You know what I like about it, though, is everybody's very respectful. Yeah. A, a lot of the more popular comedy, you get, like, douchebags that go to these things, and they, they, they try and be part of the show. The yep. hecklers. Yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. Yep. But everybody is just, like, very respectful and, you know, just laughs, and that's that's the extent of their interaction. Yeah. You ever see the episode of Louie where the there's the woman right yes. in the front where she's, like, talking over him the whole time yeah god is that funny that is funny <laughs> that's a great episode and a great example of, of yep. heckling and then he, he <laughs> at the, the end, end he, he talks to her yeah and then he he, he kind of like you know he kind of explains his side of the story and you know he does he say something to piss her off at the end he and she does st- storms off i can't remember what it was and then his friends are like 
You probably you had a chance up there. there. You had a chance. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Great stuff. Okay. Is that all you did, Corey? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go next. I really, I don't remember what I did. I played a lot of video games over the past week. Um, but but one thing I did, I went to a friend's house. Wow, it must have been Saturday night for, you know, for a visit, which was awesome as usual. But what I want to talk about was he has uh, a Samsung Galaxy S3 for his phone that has OnLive on it, and he bought a controller, an Xbox 360 controller attachment for his phone, and I played uh, OnLive on his cell phone, which was uh, surprisingly good. Was I played, it? yeah, I played Dirt Three. Ooh, how'd you like it? it? Uh, Dirt Three was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the graphics on it were incredible because it was, you know, it was streaming the video. It wasn't the phone actually having to process yeah. all those graphics. I was very, very impressed. Cool. So, wow. um, that's jumped to the top of my list for my next phone that I'm going to get. Really? Is the Galaxy S3? Yeah. So nice. Yeah, that's that's all I can remember from my from my week. I swear there's something else in there, but <laughs> if I don't take notes during the week, I don't remember. So, yep. All right, uh, Eric, how about you? Uh, well, I went to the Bills game Sunday. Much uh-huh. better outcome than that shitty first game. Yeah. Uh, they looked great. Uh, still not sold on Fitzpatrick. He still wasn't very great. I don't know. He had a couple nice runs and, like, two or three nice throws. The one touchdown to <laughs> uh, Steve Johnson was all Steve Johnson, but uh, C.J. Spiller's just tearing it right up. Gotta so love that. Nice. Um, trying to think, there was something else that I was prepared to talk about too that I did, and I completely forgot. Well, we're going to talk a little more football during yeah. the uh, during the uh, hangover <laughs> episode, so maybe it'll maybe you're yeah. remembered at that point. Oh, I was just going to mention that I'm uh, going tomorrow to pre-order a bunch of games. Uh, nice. Well, maybe Resident Evil, depending on what Corey has to say. And when I play the demo, I'm, I'm planning on it right now. Anyway. Uh, I got a pre-order FIFA so I can get some Ultimate Team packs, and there's one other game. I don't remember. Assassin's Creed Halo. Dishonored. No, I already pre-ordered Halo and Call of Duty. No, well, maybe it's just those two. Maybe it has to be another us. one. Well, I just I cut my list back a lot. Oh yeah, that's right. Did you cut Dishonored? Yeah. Oh wow. Because um, I'm only gonna play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> I've just come to terms with that. Yeah. Probably better that way. Save you a lot of money. Yeah. Save me some money. <laughs> I don't blame you. All right. So, yeah. That's it. Will, what, do you, what about you? Um, Played a lot of video games this week. I didn't get Borderlands 2, but I got time to play and beat to the moon. I played a lot of Mass Effect. I did my Insanity playthrough, and I tried the FIFA 13 demo. Um, another thing I want to talk about is I talked about pre-tests um, last week on the podcast, and I took my gym one this week. And it's stupid. No. It's one of the questions on there is how do you settle an out of bounds play in gym? So I put fight. down I put down fist fight. <laughs> settle it the old Ron Swanson way. Yeah. But there is a you have to find you know, what is the acronym acronym F I T T stand for? So I put physical entertainment, but I spelled physical with an F. <laughs> And entertainment with an I. <laughs> but the best one like is your style, Will. my friend Evan for that acronym put fun in the tub <laughs> which is very clever they're actually the teachers read about were read that and we're talking about that during their lunch about how clever and funny that was good yeah. so um i did also want to bring up the text that you sent me oh do you want to explain that 
You want me to? Yeah. Um, now in, in school, I sent this to Eric because I figured Eric would appreciate this. You were right. <laughs> but now, I guess if there is any bullying in schools, that the school is supposed to call the cops and not deal with it and have the cops deal with it, and you're supposed to talk to the cop about your actions. So what the, a bunch of bullshit. Like, the cops don't have better things to do. That's exactly what I said, Dan. Like, we have to worry about some punk-ass kid named Eric Homa bullying all these kids <laughs> in high school when there's, like, go over to Binghamton and God knows how many people are fighting out in the park behind my house at any given moment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I could go on with this, but I'm going to leave it alone. That's why I sent it to you. I figured you'd get the most animated about it. Oh, God, you sent me that. I just, my head dropped, and I was like... <laughs> I always immediately think of what Ron Swanson would think uh-huh. about things. I'm uh-huh. like, I know you would hate that. <laughs> I think but most people probably do. It's just, God, it's, the country just becomes such a bunch of pussies. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I don't, like, like, I'm not okay with kids getting bullied, bullied in high school necessarily, but it's part of high school, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, some kids are just going to get picked on. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't raise them to be such a pussy. <laughs> well, in Newark Valley, I think it's very it's a different world from a bigger school. There isn't bullying that I see that goes on ever. Yeah. Like ever like I'm everybody is like friends with everybody. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I don't mean, know if I would consider myself a bully in high school, but cuz I never physically harmed anybody and I definitely would mess with people a lot like yeah. just fuck with them. Well, but I always felt like it was people that deserved it. Right. In my in my humble opinion, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I only bully my friends. Yeah, I was because say, it's I, funny. I picked on my friends all the time. Like, I mean, I did get actually the few times I actually got suspended, like in school suspension. It wasn't even my fault. I got fucking dragged into it. Mm. But you only got in school, huh? Only got in school for it. Beat you. <laughs> hey, well done. <laughs> Maybe if I had actually been a part of it, I would have got out of school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't a part of mine, and I got <laughs> pulled into out of school for that. Yeah, well, whatever. But, eh, some stuff from school. School's, f- it's filled with fascists now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a so. lot of stories this year. I have a good feeling. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a senior. I don't really care. None of my friends care. <laughs> this school is just com- becoming ridiculous. It's a, it's a joke. Yeah. I thought this was America. <laughs> thought this was America. America. <laughs> Corey, do you have any thoughts on high school bullying? I was bullied. <laughs> by by Eric Holmes. Yeah, bullshit you were, Corey. <laughs> if anybody bullied you in high school, I'd have killed him. Yeah. No, I didn't really have much experience with bull. I was never bullied, um, and I never really bullied anybody. You know, other so, than other than making fun of your friends. Jared I didn't really do that. Really, Jared. I made fun of my friends. You and Jared mostly used to just mostly Graham and Kyle Seymour. Yeah, I would yeah, make yeah. fun of. Everybody has that friend. You and Jared yeah. have those little spats. We never. We didn't really do that in high school. No, I don't. Not that I remember. No, we thought they were gay in high school. That's true. Well, we we thought one of two things: either Corey and Jared were gay together, or Corey was banging Jared's mom. It was oh, one of those two things. Okay. It was definitely one of those two things. <laughs> <laughs> he finally owns up to it. <laughs> oh, we should say Jared is also the roommate who now who let my electricity. Oh, believe you me, we talked that over. Believe you me. I brought it up every shot I could. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. I appreciate it. I knew you would. So, yeah, we are going to take a quick break um, and be right back with our main segment on Borderlands 2 right after this. 
All right, this is Oblivion. Yeah, it is. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 61 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. The song you heard during the break is the band The Pleasure Kills with the song Oblivion. Uh, We're going to be talking about Borderlands 2. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Borderlands 2, <laughs> more specifically. Borderlands 2 is a new uh, first-person shooter from Gearbox and 2K Games. A um, little, little background on Borderlands before we get started. Um, this game takes place five years after the events of Borderlands. When Vault Hunter, this is from the Wikipedia page, by the way, they sum it up a lot better than I can. So, uh, when Vault Hunters expose the secrets of the Iridian Vault, a man called Handsome Jack has taken credit for the Vault Hunters' actions and claimed the wealth of the Vault, allowing him to take over the Hyperion Corporation and effectively gain dominion over Pandora. 
promising to clean the lawless planet up, Handsome Jack embarks on a campaign to exterminate Pandora's existing colonist population and industrialize the planet. The main symbol of Handsome Jack rules Handsome Jack's rule is a massive supply base built on the shape of an H on Pandora's moon. The base is always visible and can deploy Hyperion forces to any point and Pandora. So that's a little bit of the background of Borderlands 2 kind of setting up the story. Uh, characters. Characters are Salvador, who is the gunzerker and can dual-wield any weapon combo in the game. So if you want a rocket launcher in one hand and a pistol in the other, you can do that, which is kind of cool. Uh, then there's Maya, who's a siren, who uses fade lock ability, phase lock ability, uh, which suspends enemies in the air, uh, and they, you know, rolls them up almost into a little ball, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. At least the, I don't know, I'll get into it later. Uh, there's Axon, who is a commando who deploys turrets, who is much like Roland. Uh, oh, I should say Maya was, or sorry, Salvador was like the character Brick in the first game. Uh, Maya was like Lilith. And then Axton, who was the commander who deploys turrets, was like Roland in the first game. Uh, and then the last one is Zero, who is an assassin, uh, creates a decoy of himself and turns invisible so you can sneak up and whatever, stab your enemies or shoot them with a shotgun at close range. Uh, somewhat similar to Mordecai, but not really. Because Mordecai had that eagle that he would send to attack someone. Mm-hmm. So that's really not, not the same at all. But And Salvador's not really like Brick too much either. But yeah, uh, so what's the deal? Oh, and then the the they announced a character Gage, who is a necromancer, and can summon a death trap machine uh, made of scrap parts. So that's going to be cool. the character that comes later. If you pre-ordered the game, you got a special code to unlock the necromancer. Uh, I think they said at the beginning of October, maybe mm-hmm. the necromancer character is coming out. Did you get the code? To... Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. Uh, Amazon emailed it to me Monday morning, I think, when my game had actually shipped. So, uh, what's so what's the deal with that Borderlands Two and what makes it special? Um, obviously, the first thing you notice is art style. It's got shell shaded graphics, which is much different than anything else, especially for a first person game. Uh, you know, that's pretty sweet, pretty sweet thing to have. Uh, it's a first person shooter RPG loot fest hybrid, which is also different than a lot of things because you'll have your FP, you know, first person shooter RPG mix in like you know a game like Fallout. But uh, adding the extra loot fest type of thing is is a, a new new addition to the game that makes it unique from from other even MMO or uh, FPS RPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the uh, the open world, open environments is another another cool thing, which kind of makes it like a little bit like you know Fallout esque. Mm-hmm. So, is the world more uh, varied and like? There's, like, forest areas and stuff like that than there was in Borderlands 2. Yeah, apparently. I haven't gotten that far. Um, You start off in, like, an ice type of place, and that's that's where I am so far. I should say I only played, let's see, I played, like, maybe three or four hours last night, and then I played, like, two or three hours today. Mm -hmm. Uh, I played as the character Zero last night, uh, but then I I didn't really like Zero's ability, so I started as the Siren, uh, Maya, and I liked her ability a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, you always choose the hot chick. <laughs> I do a lot of times. Yes, choose the. Is she hot? The, yeah. Like yeah. post-apocalyptic hot. Or yeah, like definitely. Yeah. 2012 hot. No, post. Well, I don't know. Probably both. Like Steel Dawn hot. I don't know Steel Dawn. It's on <laughs> Netflix. Oh, is that a movie television show? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. it's what's what's his name? The guy who just died. The dirty dancing guy. Patrick oh, Patrick Swayze? Swayze. Yeah, Patrick Swayze. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Anything with Patrick Swayze in it is good. Oh, automatically. Real quick, Dan. Yeah. You know what? Remind me when to do the Hangover. Somebody, please remind me. Somebody uh, very important in football died. That oh, okay. I talk about. You I'll writing that make, down? Yeah, I'm making a notation. Oh, great host. Because there's not yeah. a chance I'd remember that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Borderlands 2. Oh, so what's new in Borderlands 2 from the last game? Um, and actually, if you if, like, there's a good video on this from Kotaku. Tina Amini did it, actually. That shows a lot of the new stuff. And what to expect in Borderlands 2 is a really, really good video. Uh, obviously, there's more guns, more enemies, more, more, more is what I wrote. Uh, there's a little, seems to be a lot more uh, variety of enemies, variety of bandits um, already. And I'm just, you know, probably four or five hours into the game. Uh, the guns have a lot more variety in their look, too. A lot more colorful patterns on them. A lot more outlandish type of shapes. So that's one thing I noticed. Um, there's more character customization, too. Uh, and, you know, you you have your choice at the beginning of a skin for your character. Uh, there's probably 20 different ones and different head style. Wow. And then you unlock more throughout the game. You, you get loot. You know, as part of your loot drops, you get... Uh, that stuff yeah you get you get more skins for your characters and and the the vehicles that you drive to have have skins that you can loot from them there is uh account storage so you can put weapons in uh i guess for your you know your all your characters have the same access to this special account so if you want if you want to give weapons that you find to one of your other characters it's really easy to do that's cool yeah i like that like that idea that's kind of standard nowadays for uh, and like MMORPGs, so it was a nice thing to have added to it. Um, there's a token system, is what I wrote, but it's uh it's called something like badass points or some something like that, and it's it's the challenge system from the first game. I don't know if you remember the challenges in the first game. Uh, you know, you, you unlocked a challenge for uh, running over skags with your vehicles. Mm-hmm. If you did a certain amount, you got experience. Well, in this one, you get you get tokens that you can use to spend on up permanent upgrades for your characters so you know if you unlock a certain amount of, it's an experience bar still but it, you know if you unlock amount, uh, you know we'll say running over five skags with your thing it'll add to your your uh, badass experience bar and once you get a level or whatever you get a token that you can spend on a permanent stat upgrade okay. uh, like uh, adding percentage to damage percent to your shield capacity percentage to uh, ammo capacity, all that sort of stuff. So that those are all permanent upgrades for all your characters on your game. So, that's cool. uh, yeah, I think it's like a great, that. great, great thing. And actually, I was uh, I was doing some co op today with with Graham. I'm glad you did because that's what I was really like most yeah wondering about. And it was kind of, it was actually kind of an accident. He ju- he jumped into my game without Maybe. me realizing. Typical Graham. And I saw someone running up to me, and I thought it was like a a badass bandit that was charging at me with a sword. It was Graham, so I, I, I like I saw this thing and I fired a few rounds <laughs> at it, not knowing what it was. Did and I was like, the "Oh, white flag. no, I don't remember what happened." And, no, he shouted, he shouted hello at me, at the, and then I was like, "Oh, damn!" And so I had to find my headset, and we played a little co-op for a little bit. But he uh, actually showed me a lot of challenges that I wasn't even aware existed. So there's a there's a ton of different challenges that you can do. Leave it to the man, the myth, the legend. To oh yeah, he show was like. Around. He was <laughs> he had already found a bunch of like super hidden Of course like, he did. There's there's Vault Hunter logos like hidden throughout one of the 
dungeon, not dungeons, but one of the the maps we were on, and he had already found all of them. <laughs> I'm like, wow, nice one. And he was showing me where they were. It's like, nice work, Graham. So there's that. Oh, no fall damage is another one, which nice. is really nice. That is nice. Because I, the other game I'm currently playing, Go Wars 2, I fall a lot and die a lot from my big falls. So it's nice to be just be able to jump off a cliff and not even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Is there any rationale behind that, or is it just whatever? I haven't heard anything. I don't know if there's rationale behind it or not. I mean, is there, like, in-game, like... Oh, everybody has these super cushioned shoes. There hasn't been a mention of it yet, but it wouldn't surprise me if there was. Yeah. Because the gearboxes, uh, you know. Humor? Yeah, they're humor and they're not afraid to, like, make fun of themselves type of thing, which is really good. Yeah. It's, it's uh, what's the word for that, that style? Post. The art style that's self reflexive. Yeah, no, post hilarity. I know you mean. Post, <laughs> post something. So yeah, my thoughts on the game. Uh, initially, I really like um, the graphics. Really stood out to me. Uh, th- they said that they were working on the f- the the frame rate and whatnot from the first game, and you can really tell that it's it's it is a lot better. Um, I never thought the other game looked choppy or stuttery, but when you play Borderlands Two, it definitely feels smoother and better, which is surprising. Which helps a lot too, you know, especially when you get into frantic gunfights with bandits you know it helps a lot to have the frame rate frame rate be smoother i've heard it does slow down a little bit at uh you know when it, when shit gets real and there's a lot of bullets <laughs> flying it do, it will slow down a little bit but i haven't haven't noticed that so far um obviously you know we mentioned sense of humor that's also very present in this game uh a lot of good poking fun at various things apparently there's a lot of uh uh, like pop culture references in the game, I haven't gotten far enough to to notice them yet. But there's there's a lot of that in there, which is good. So, uh, any questions so far? I don't have questions. Um, one of the things we said we were going to do though for these yeah, is when look up reviews. The, yeah, when those of us haven't played the game, um, come into these episodes based around the games, we'd bring in some pull out some quotes from some reviews, seeing as how we're a consumer podcast. Yeah. Um, and I do have a few of those, Dan. I don't know if you want me to just jump in when it's relevant or if you just want me to wait till the end and then we can discuss them or what. Just jump in whenever, man. All right. Because, like I said, Will was supposed to have this game too, so it was supposed to be me and Will talking about it. But Amazon just a- Amazon, the pooch. Amazon dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, <sighs> we're going to sue him for it, I think. So uh, I, what are my likes for the game? Um, as I said, the graphics are great. I this the art style in it is just so good um and i think the cell shade graphics go towards helping with the frame rates because obviously it doesn't take as much to render the cell shaded graphics as you know like a call of duty so there can be a lot more going on on the screen at the same time before you get slowdown. um i guess like i said you know when it gets a there's a bunch of vehicle when it gets later on in the game there's a bunch of vehicles flying around and whatnot and people shooting and things exploding it's pretty great sounds awesome oh yeah Uh oh sorry i knocked something over that's right you spill your my french spill your beer no i don't have a beer i have a runa focused energy lemon tea oh sounds wonderful does your energy feel focused not really damn never does though uh well dan i'll jump in right there then uh this review is from nick cowan from the guardian okay uh, who gave it five out of five stars Uh which incidentally uh metacritic Rated. That's where I went for these reviews, just to, just to find them all. Nobody has uh, 
uh, negative review that, on there. That's what I found when I was looking, and I, I was like, well, everybody oh. likes this game, apparently. I don't I, know. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a negative you review. You got a gripe? Uh, no, I have oh, a negative review. Oh, yeah. Did you want to talk about that now? No, that's going to be during our roundtable yeah, yeah, discussion. That's why I didn't bring that, that up. That was sent to us by Chase. Right. I'm, I will, we'll talk about that. Right. That's the only one I'm aware of. Yeah, same here. Everyone else gave it a glowing review. But go we'll on, Corey. Uh, yeah, so Nick Nick Cowan says, uh, you were talking about graphics. This is kind of in the same vein. Yeah. Uh, to put it bluntly, Pandora feels even bigger and more varied than it did in the first Borderlands. Whether players are plowing through icy tundra, driving across a desert, picking their way through a goop-filled cavern, or blasting through a gang's blood-daubed hideout, Borderlands 2 feels consistently fresh. Yeah. Is that something you'd agree with? Yeah, um, like I said, I've only played in the like tundra type levels, but actually now that I think about it, when I watched that Tina Amini video from uh, on Kotaku, there was a lot of different um, uh, like land types that that you know she she was yeah environments that's what I was going for. There's a lot of different th- uh, ones that that she was playing on. A lot of cool looking ones that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get there. Is that, that uh, different from the first one? Was the first one pretty much dusty that, wasteland? Yeah, it was yeah. desert. Got all blended. desert. Yeah. Okay. And That's caves. Good. All right. Um, and then there was a cut, like a maybe a uh, an abandoned city one too. Mm. But yeah, it was mostly I, just desert. I like I like the the varied environments because I mean, if if a game's art style is that good, you can kind of. Uh, we always talk about Skyrim how you can like taste the air when you get in there. Oh yeah. Um, and like a game that has varied environments that are all done very well, it's it's more fun because you get the that experience in in different environments in different ways yeah yeah absolutely i always think of i think it was fallout 3 where um you end up going to that one place that's like i mean fallout 3 is all dusty wastelands um the oasis oh yeah yeah the oasis yeah i know what you mean right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that's that's a really cool moment um yeah because you've been looking at gray for how long and then 200 hours yeah yeah, and then if you happen to stumble upon that wasn't part of the main story, was it? No, or was I don't it? Think so. It was something. If off you the beaten path. yeah, if you stumbled upon that, you're like, whoa, weird. It's a you, shock. You don't know what to think about it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, definitely, definitely great graphics. Great, great. I mean, the whole art art style is just just great for this game. Um, likes the the gunplay, the combat is great too. Um, it's very frantic. Um, but it's it's it handles probably as well as like Call of Duty. I think um, it's very very tight controls. Uh, they don't feel floaty at all, which it, it would be hard to pull off in a shooter. I think floaty controls, mm-hmm. but people do that. So the the controls feel very tight, which is also nice. Uh, the characters in the game are once again great. There's there's a return of a few faces like Marcus Kincaid. The gun seller and Doctor Zed, the well, he's not an actual doctor, but he's the doctor in the game, and he makes it <laughs> makes it a mention to or makes it a point to say he, how he's not a real doctor. I thought he was the. I thought you killed him in the zombie island. I think that's Doctor Ned. Yeah, but he kept on saying, hinting that it was Doctor Zed. I don't know. It was confusing. I think it's Doctor Zed though, because they were making fun of Doctor Ned and yeah. Zed at the same time. So I thought it was Dr. Zed. I just changed the name. Don't know. But I was wrong. I don't know. Because yeah. he's back. Yeah. I think it's Dr. Zed. Yeah. He probably it's got Dr. sued Zed. for malpractice and had to change his name. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any suing and if there's any malpractice in Pandora, I don't know. 
I don't uh, know about just that. Just going off the characters, Dan. Yeah. Actually, one of the worst reviews I had, I found, and it's four out of five stars is the worst I could find, um, from Jeff Gerstmann on Giant Bomb. Yeah. Uh, this is talking about a villain, not necessarily the main characters. But he says, the periphery of the experience is more interesting and fun than its core. The main quest pits you against Handsome Jack, who comes across as a one-note villain with very little to offer beyond a thick layer of smarm that gets old after the first few hours. In contrast, the rest of the game is lush with great little touches in its dialogue. Yeah. Uh, you haven't played through the whole game. No. Nope. Or even come close to it. So I, I I assume that's not a criticism you could make. So No. But Did you get that impression off the bat, though? Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, uh, absolutely, Handsome Jack makes a lot of, you know, smarmy comments. Um mm-hmm. And you kind of you. Know, I think it's it's good though, at least at this point, because it, it is making you want to hate him. You know, he's a very hateable character, at least Bring so far. Back, oh yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. You you don't want to be trying to kill a boss that you're like, you know, he doesn't really seem like that bad of a guy. I kind of see his point of view. <laughs> yeah, it's like Tom yeah. Brady. Like I just never got the hate for Tom Brady. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. Eh, I, I don't never know if that, I don't know if that's a good example. I like Tom Brady. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of his yeah. life. But I don't, you know, that it's it's more jealousy for me than <laughs> okay. anything. He's a great quarterback. I bet he, yeah, I bet he wishes he had a couple more Super Bowl rings. I bet, <laughs> I bet he wish he had a su- successful video game podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> what? I don't want. <laughs> God damn it! Let's just keep going. I don't want to get into the fucking giant Super Bowls again. <laughs> There's a villain that I've recently remembered how much I hated. Which Eli I'll talk Manning. About what I no, oh. I, he's a hero in my book. <laughs> but yeah, and I'll talk about what we played. Okay, sounds good. God, Eli's so good. We're gonna talk about this when we do our <laughs> uh, hangover. Sounds Over. good. Am I gonna be getting very angry again? Yep. Oh man, I hate this already. Another thing I liked about the game was the difficulty. It's a freaking hard game, and I died a lot. Not getting it. I read a ton of reviews that said playing with people makes it so much easier it does it does at least what i what what little i played you know Mm co-op but at the same time like i i put that as a like because first of all i like a a game that's kind of difficult i i I, with friends it would be much much easier and it was even with just adding one person Mm -hmm. um but you know it makes you kind of have to get inventive with your ways of killing people so uh, one guy i was fighting i don't even remember what the mission was it was late last night when I was playing, so. But I had to kill some guy with a big shield and stuff, and he was just kicking my ass. So, I kind of he had a weapon that wasn't that good at, at distance. So I was, you know, shooting him with my sniper rifle from a distance. And I was drawing him out of this cave that he was in, mm-hmm. and once he got out of the cave, I got in my vehicle and I was running him over and shooting him with missiles till he died. Really? So you know, you kind of you kind of adjust your your style of play to to meet the the requirements that are you know placed upon your that's cool i really character. like that yeah makes you get through battles but barely yeah exactly of. and that was when i had my uh uh I, when i had zero the assassin i probably would be able to beat that beat that guy with with lilith because i think her her ability is better for solo type characters mm-hmm. so yeah yeah okay Corey, what do you got for us what up you want me to read some more of my Yeah, clips? what do you got? Okay, so the other poor, well, I can't even call it a poor review, poorest review was from Sterling McGarvey on Games Radar. Uh, he said, arguably the bitterest pill to swallow is that in sections of the game you can earn experience and loot 
in loot playing co-op in someone else's missions, but won't always hate have that progress reflected in your own campaign. For some missions, there's an offer to skip past something you've done, and in others, it's never provided. Nor is it ever cle- clearly explained why some missions allow for this hop and some don't. Did you? Did you? Did that happen to you at all, Dan? No, I didn't come across that because, as I said, I was the, I was playing and Graham jumped into my game. Uh, now the stuff I was doing, he had already done, so I don't know if there was there was that or not. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see how you would miss out on stuff. You well, know? that would be kind of annoying, you know, if if yeah. you, you don't really know like when your co-op. Uh, the co-op that you're doing will progress your game or not. Like right. sometimes it will, sometimes it won't, and there's no explanation why. Yeah, yeah. that's probably something they'll end up fixing in a patch. <clears throat> that's what I was thinking. If... It's it doesn't sound like you know. Yeah. They intended for it to be that way. Yeah, I haven't gotten deep enough to to know if that that's an issue or not in in the game. Right. Um, I dislikes. I don't really have any dislikes thus far. Uh, I've really enjoyed playing Borderlands Two so far. Here's the reason I haven't bought Borderlands 2, Dan. Uh-huh. It's because I'm just not really into the loot whoring thing. Right. It's just not, I don't know. It's not my thing. Yeah. And if I could guarantee that I would play it with you guys a lot, I would get it. Right. But with FIFA coming out, I just can't guarantee yeah. that. Well, at the very least, it's, I mean, it's a good first person shooter, but it's like, and once again, we'll get into the the negative review. It doesn't have like a online competitive multiplayer. Right. Which I um, love. Right, and it's something that I don't necessarily care about. It's also a very long game. Like mm-hmm. I've heard, you know, I've heard playthroughs for this game like thirty hours. So it, it is going to be a, like a long game, and right. yeah, I mean, I think you get the most most out of it if you are into that loot whoring type of game. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're always trying to get the the next best level of guns or you know next best shield or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, co op is definitely the focus of the game, without question. Yeah. So. Well, that was also the best part of the first one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I I played most of it by myself, and I still had an awesome time. Well, that's was, just you, was, Dan. Well, that's true. I, I played yeah. it by myself too. It was that's still the it was other thing. Still a great game. Dan loves playing these games by himself. See, <laughs> I would just love to play them with other people, and I would probably never play it by myself. Yeah. So yeah. I, uh, I never my problem is it. that I'm sorry. I didn't mean go to ahead. Somebody else. Oh. No, my problem with with a lot of multiplayer games is that I'm very impatient. Um, and if people are, especially in playing like MMOs, I always yelled at people like, what the hell are you doing? I've been waiting here for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Why are you, you know? putzing around? Exactly. It's, it's like, if I'm playing a game, I want it to be done on my time. I have a really yeah. hard time, like waiting for other people. Why yeah. are you fighting that cave bear? Get over here. Hurry up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or if somebody dies and like they need help and it's just like, oh, why are you such an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Graham was probably thinking that to himself because I kept dying. Because when he popped into my game, I was, I was doing a mission that was a little bit ahead of my level at that time, and he was level level eleven. I think my character's level was level like five. I heard, and was that in that that review where he said something about um when you're different different levels, like kind of far apart, it's kind of hard to group. I don't know. I don't think it was in that. I read that somewhere though. Yeah, pro- maybe, but Grant he was telling me that he jumped in, jumped in the game as level one, and grouped with a friend, and he, the, his friend was level like eight or something, and uh, they finished one mission, and he went up two whole levels just just by doing that. Yeah. I, he probably wasn't too effective, but you know you can you can go up levels fast that way. Yeah, at the same time. Hey so. Eric, hmm. 
Did you read the Torchlight 2 review on Kotaku? Uh, <laughs> Corey, you know the only part that I read on those is the yes or the no. I think that's where that said that, was that if the levels are too far apart. Oh, okay, far. maybe that's what I read. Yeah, yeah you know what? You're right. <laughs> when Dan was talking earlier, I was like, oh, yeah, and then I'd think of that review for Torchlight 2, and then I was like, oh, that's Torchlight 2. That's not even the same game. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I think I read both of those today, the Kotaku Borderlands. Or did I read the Borderlands one yesterday? And they kind of have remember. a lot in common. Yeah. Even though they're totally different games. Well, uh, yeah, once again, that gets a little bit into my, my roundtable discussion topic. But, yeah, I mean, really this game isn't isn't comparable to a first-person shooter. I think they probably the closest game you could pin it to is Fallout 3. Yeah. Um, which is not... I, I think Fallout 3 is less of a first-person shooter than Borderlands is, you know? So, Rage. It's pretty close to Rage. It's a lot deeper than Rage was. Yeah. A lot deeper. Um, and a lot more interesting. So. <laughs> but well, I, I just got one more little tidbit here. Yeah. I think I, I think that's all I wanted. I, I love Borderlands 2 so far. Um, I would be playing it more probably if it wasn't for Guild Wars 2. Um, <laughs> I'm still heavily addicted to Guild Wars 2. But basically I don't have – I haven't showered in days <laughs> um, and that's why, because that's any, a sign any, of a good game. Any free second I get, I'm playing Borderlands Two or Guild Wars Two. So go ahead, Corey. Uh, so my last bit is from Sterling McGarvey on Games Radar. He says, although speedier speedier players can likely clear the game in 30 hours. Sorry, I'm, I'm burping. It may take others upwards of 40 to 50, and it feels like a chunk of that is filler. Granted, loot-based RPGs are all about grinding your way up to the best weapons and armor, but Borderlands 2 feels artificially long in some stretches. Some side quests are funny, or they provide more color for the NPCs you encounter. Others feel less inspired and more designed to pad the experience. Mm-hmm. Any? Did you, did you come across any quests that make you feel like they were just designed to for, as filler? Mm, no, I mean, I think a lot of side missions are inherently kind of filler anyway right yeah uh you know you can get a little bit of backstory in them but you know there's especially in a game like borderlands there's so many of them that you wouldn't be able to get backstory in them all a lot of them are just time consuming or or places to take you you know or missions designed to take you like off the beaten path and the map you know at this point they don't feel like a chore yet because the game is new they may at the end but i'm still going to do them all because i have to do all the quests and all the missions that's just how I play the game, you know. I have to, I do all the side stuff. You got a hundred percent it, bro. I don't know if I'll hundred percent it because a lot of the challenges, I don't think I'm going to be be able to sink enough time into the game to do, um, just because I have so many other games coming out. I mean, looking at my list, I have two games coming out on October 9th. and That's then I cut back. Man. Yeah, exactly. And then the end of October is Assassin's Creed three, and then Halo What's, four comes out. What are the two games you have coming out same day? Uh, Dishonored and XCOM. Oh, that's right. Both on is that the, next week. No, that's week th- two weeks, two. three weeks, yeah. three weeks, what, I think. What's next week? Just FIFA? Mm-hmm. FIFA. Yeah. FIFA. No, something else comes out on the same day, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I'll look. Is it Resident Evil? No. It's not that's, Little Big Planet, that's the is second. It? Carding? Yeah. No, that's later. Oh, okay. Let me look. But yeah, really, I, this so far, like... I, I do think Borderlands 2 has improved in every way from the first Borderlands. As much as I love the first Borderlands, it's it's really a good game so far. I'll, obviously, I'll be able to give you a better judgment next week. Um, and probably I'll give a score next week, too. But but so far, I really, really like Borderlands 2. No 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 complaints, really. Yeah, so see, the, the thing about Borderlands is just, like, I, I 
think it's a good game. Yeah. I just don't think it's my kind of game. Yeah. Uh, 925. Hmm. If I click on that release date. I know there's more stuff. There's at least one more big game coming out on the 25th. I just can't think of what it is. Dan. Yeah. If there's anything they can improve or add for Borderlands 3, can you think of anything off the top of your head? Ooh, that's a good question. Just like charting the, the evolution of Borderlands, you know? Like, they, they pretty much fixed everything that was wrong with the first one. Yeah. See, I, I don't know what, like, what, what later on... Like, I would like to see a little more vehicular combat, a little better vehicular combat, but that's based on the first game. I don't really know from the second game. Uh, one thing I think would be cool is maybe a, like not not a Call of Duty competitive multiplayer, but maybe like an arena type format for competitive multiplayer, where you know you randomly or maybe a team of two get get picked to you know you go into like an arena type of thing and fight it out, have different different inserts in the arena, you know, arena, you know, maybe do one on one or two on two. Yeah. I think that would be kind of cool. I like it. Uh, you know, I don't think like a, a Call of Duty or Battlefield eight on eight or you know Halo eight on eight would be good, but because I think that would you know take away from the the flavor of the game a little bit. But I think a, like a you know like I said a like gladiatorial type of thing would be kind of neat. The only thing I'm finding, Dan, is Mists of Pandaria. That that's what it is. It's twenty fifth, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got Dead or Alive Five. Dead or Alive Five, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, here they have a release calendar right here. Mop. Uh yeah, those are the and Pro Pro Evo comes out that day and Angry Birds trilogy. Oh. Family Guy Back to the Multiverse. That's the one. Pro Evolution Soccer. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about buying both Pro Evo and FIFA next week. Um, really? Thinking about it. Probably won't, but I'm thinking about it. Can I ask why? Well, one reason is to compare them for the podcast. Oh, okay. And I our one listener plays both of them, and I told Michael. him that I'd get yeah. Michael Minnesota. I told him that I'd get uh, FIFA for Xbox and Pro Evo for uh, PS3. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like w- both of them. I played the demo, and I like both of them. Yeah. If you want to do that, that'd be good comparison. I'm gonna. I'm thinking about it. We'll see how the money is. But yeah, that's how. That's I didn't how spend I much too. this week. I'm pretty happy with what I accomplished there this week. So. Nice. Just do it, Eric. I'm thinking about it. Will <laughs> do it. We'll see what happens. Well, I'm going to trade NCAA football in. Oh, man. Because Jeff's trading his in. Yeah, I was wondering why I was the only one that played my week. Yeah. Dang it. The only fucking reason I bought that game is because we were doing the online dynasty with Jeff, and he, he told me that he's like, oh, I'm trading NCAA in towards FIFA. And I was like, ah, you bastard. I still love that game. Well, he probably doesn't think he's going to play it anymore, right? I'm not going to. Yeah. I might as well trade all my games in, really. I'm going to hate you if the only thing I play is FIFA, Eric. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a great game. You, you ruined my college football team and then my video games. <laughs> sorry, dude. So, yeah, I mean, if I wanted to add something to Borderlands 2, I think, uh, you know, one-on-one or two-on-two, because you can duel in it with, with your friends or whoever you have in your game, but I think, uh, like, an arena thing would be would be pretty sweet to do. Yeah, and wouldn't would wouldn't seem out of place in the Borderlands universe because there was the Mad Moxie's Underdome Riot for the first thing that was like horde mode for for borderlands so they should just have like an area like a paintball area like a paintball field that's you know in game it would it would feel like a nice tie-in yeah you know yeah absolutely but you know it does definitely doesn't need that i just think that's something that would be that would that would be cool to see so but yeah i highly recommend borderlands too it's great (laughs) great game 
Well, I think we can all but guarantee there will be a third one. Oh, yeah. yeah. they'd be stupid not to. Oh, yeah. Especially considering a lot of these developers get big bonuses depending on the Metacritic reviews and if you have all positive reviews. Yep. And I, I'm only aware of one negative review. I mean, obviously, though, probably some blog someplace has a has a bad review for it. But as far as the big sources, you know, you're not getting any negative reviews. And rightfully so. It doesn't deserve any negative reviews, I don't think. Not to say this, if you don't like it and know your know your shit, that you're not entitled to your opinion. But mm-hmm. I'm entitled what's, to disregard your opinion. What's your favorite weapon? Oh, good question. Uh, I've been using a lot of sniper rifle because I didn't use that enough in the first game. Um, so I never really got good with it. So from a distance, I was just rubbish. Mm-hmm. So I've been working on the sniper rifle. Uh, I my my character in the fur in the Borderlands one was a uh, let's see assault rifle and shotgun. So I'm trying to shy away from those. So I started using a pistol too. Um, I would have to say sniper rifle though is my favorite weapon so far. So you just fire a couple couple rounds into them, and then when they get close, switch over to something close range is that how it works yeah yeah you can do that i mean there's a ton of different ways you can do it with with my character i i try and pick off as many enemies as i can um oh i should say before before i finish that thought um the ai in this game is really good like really scary good uh you know if you're shooting at a bunch of enemies that you know i i always try to like funnel them into an area so you could pick them off easier with the with the sniper rifle if you're in like a, a level that has that but they'll a lot of them will not just come at you through that they'll find other ways around and try and try and flank you which makes it a lot more difficult a lot more interesting a lot more strategic so you got to be a lot more careful about you know picking your spots where you want to make your stand so that that's a really good thing but uh what was i saying i lost my train of thought ai no, what was I saying before AI? Weapons. Weapons. How to fight. Yeah, I don't know. Your favorite weapon? Did you? Yeah, a sniper rifle. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to use different weapons than I used in the first game. So. Yeah. But that was uh, a sniper in the first game. Yeah. I do. I do dig it. I do dig it. Yeah. Uh, I, one one of the things about that I that I think is cool too is, you know, you have a sniper rifle, and not only is the like damage different or the but the you know the way it shoots is different they're all different you know there's so many different different guns that have different properties or iron sights or scopes or laser sights or and they fire differently some of them fire two bullets some fire one bullet some like i had a sniper rifle that fired in bursts if you put the scope on so it'd shoot three bullets instead of just one but if you didn't have the scope up it would just shoot one bullet yeah it's great cool it's different you know sounds naughty it's very naughty Very naughty. So ah, that's, that's all I got to say about Borderlands too so I'm far. Glad you like it, Dan. Love it, love it. It's definitely worth sixty bucks. So contrary to what I'm going to read later, <laughs> just to tease. Tease. Yeah. So any other questions? Nay. Okay. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with. Uh, oh, we have music. The song you're going to hear during the break is the band Unrest with the song Cherry Cherry, and we'll be right back right after that with our feedback and roundtable discussion. I 
Welcome back, everybody. Episode 61 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we got a voicemail, so I'll actually play that first. Let's see. Here we go. Hey, uh, athletes, a uh, question off the video game topics, uh, mainly for Eric. Uh, I was wondering uh, about the Buffalo Bills uh, Wall of Fame. Uh, as curious as arguably the greatest slasher in NFL history, O.J. Simpson, is still honored on the wall. Uh, I know from listening to uh, other podcasts at USC Stadium, they uh, stripped all the Reggie Bush uh, memorabilia off the walls, but the O.J. still stands. And uh, just curious if they're still honoring uh, O.J. in Buffalo. And by far the best Buffalo Bill ever. Uh, look forward to your answer and uh, have a great podcast. I'm almost positive that they are. Uh, 99% sure that his name is still on the still Wall of Fame. Or that, it should be. Yeah, it absolutely should be. There. I think it's complete bullshit that Reggie Bush got any penalties for anything he did. Agreed. I agree, too. Um, first of all, I. I could go on about this forever. I just, I hate anybody getting involved in anybody's business. Yeah. I fucking cannot stand it. I know he, he's a kid. He's 18 years old. He doesn't know any better. Like, what, he took some money? Of course he took some money. Yeah, if they offered it to him. I would have done the same thing. Like, yeah. Everybody would What do you, you'd be stupid not to. He should get penalized for not taking it. Yeah. For not being a fucking smart kid that wants money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> it reminds me of a story. I was working at work one day. I was working at work, which is odd. And <laughs> this guy walked by wearing an O.J. Simpson Bills jersey. And this lady that I work with, like, looked at me, and she's like, can you believe that guy's wearing that? And I go, I'd wear it if I had it. Like, what, he was a great player. What is the issue? And she's like, he killed two people. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he's wearing it because he's a fan of his handiwork with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's a fan of what he did as a football player, and, yeah. like, it goes no further than that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was like, if I had an O.J. Simpson jersey, which I would buy one. Yeah. If if I had the money, I would buy one because it's probably, like, $300. But yeah. I'd buy one and wear it. <laughs> he was the greatest Bill ever, Yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I agree. But, yeah, I'll look uh, next – not this weekend. There's another home game next weekend. I'll look. But I'm almost positive he's still up there. Okay. I know last time he came to the stadium, fans were giving him a real tough time. Oh, really? And he had to be escorted out. Ooh. Yeah, so there's that's that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have. I don't. Okay. Yeah, that's too bad. I always said, uh, I probably shouldn't even say that. I, I'm going to let it go. I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm kind of weird. And I just feel like, <laughs> hey, man. He get away with murder. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Ray Lewis did it. Nobody seems to give a shit. Yeah. Oh, you don't you see know? him getting booed. No, Ray Lewis is Loved. beloved in the NFL. Like, yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. Bitch had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Ronald, but I'm sure that she did. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I know women. <laughs> what was her name? Nicole. Nicole. She had it coming. She had it coming, man. <laughs> that's, that's what I say anytime anybody asks me about this. She had it coming, man. <laughs> Karma. I, and isn't it ironic that he's in jail now for like yeah for stealing breaking, his own memorabilia? Yeah, breaking into someone's hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Not for killing two people, 
that he got away with and then wrote a book about how he would have killed him had he done it, but yeah. for stealing his own memorabilia <laughs> from a guy in a hotel. Yep. You did it, OJ. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say he had some concussion damage. Yeah, he had some head. kind of damage. <laughs> Something's going on up there. Yeah. OJ's he's not all there. There's some Dane Bramage there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hope that answers your question. And a good question it was. It was. And I always appreciate any... <laughs> I've got this cough. I'm sorry. Anal any Bills-related talk, I always appreciate I'd have a drink of beer. All right. Oh, Facebook feedback. All right. This is from Jacob in Filer, Filer, Idaho, who says, Hello, people. Thanks for the message, Dan. That answered one of my questions last week. But you guys forgot one. Fallout 4, if the rumors are true, what would you like to see and what should they use from Skyrim? I would like to see a sprint button uh, and a vehicle that you can ride. As for what I said about FIFA, I was sick for two days, and it has been about four months or, mo- or more since I played FIFA 12, so I may not have noticed the changes as much as I did, but my nephew said the same things Eric mentioned. Uh, Dragon Age 3 said they listened to fans and took it to heart. So with that said, did you guys like the first two, and what do you think they need to do? Borderlands 2 tomorrow will take the next two weeks of my life away because I only rent it right now. All right. Uh, the first question, uh, actually, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this, had to do with uh, console MMORPGs, and we forgot to address that last week's episode, so I wrote a, a message a little bit later. Uh, that was actually probably a couple days later, because um, we started talking about football, and then it, we forgot to answer the rest mm-hmm. of his question. So, uh, thoughts on a console MMORPG? Love that idea. Yeah, I do too. Um, there's Final Fantasy XI, but... Well, you know my, my opinion anyway is I prefer console, console over games. PC, so... Right. I'm obviously all for that. Yeah. You know, if they can make a good one that's yeah. worth, worth playing, I would play it for sure. Yeah. I've talked about one on this podcast, guys. What? DC, DC Universe Online. That's PS3 only, right? Maybe. Is it DC Universe? Yeah, I think it's DC Universe. Yeah, I think it's, it's not on Xbox. I think it's, I think it's PC and, and uh, PS3. Yeah. Do you want to play it, Corey? I play. I've played it. Do you want me to play it with you? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so actually. it's not good. It's, well, no, because I kind of liked it when I played it. I just never played it again after like trying it for those couple of hours that I did. Alright. There's just nothing drawing me back to it. Yeah, and, okay. and the biggest issue is communication. Because yeah. so much of those games require... Not require, but like to get the to get the most out of an MMO. It's the social aspect of well, it. Well, and think about how sweet it would be if they made like a really good one on Xbox Live and you can communicate over your headsets and like... That would be That's, great. Yeah. Like, well, like near near communicate like people around you. You yeah. can just talk through your headset and people around you can hear you. Yeah, That'd be great. Well, not only that, but I have the little chat pad for my thing, yeah. so I can play a full out MMORPG. You know, I just type on my little chat pad thing. But yeah, the what? Do you remember EverQuest Online Adventures that Jared yeah. had? Yeah. Uh, that, did he communicate with a headset on that? I don't no, really. I don't remember. think so. Because he just did the beta for it, right? He didn't play the full game. God, I, I can't think. remember. I, I, like, briefly remember that whole thing happening, but I don't remember anything specific about it. Yeah, I don't really know that much about it either. You could you could enter um, fit what you wanted to say on, like, the virtual keypad, okay. and they had preset ones. You could probably you could plug in a keyboard to that, though, right? Wasn't there an attachment that you could plug in a keyboard to control I a port? I don't know. Is this, is this PS2 era? Yeah. It was yeah, when we were in high know, school. Did they even have headsets for PS2? 
I, uh, Their voice chat? It was Counter-Strike did? SOCOM. 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 That was, like, that was like the first online. Nah, I don't want to say. I don't want to go that far. It was or close. Was it? The first it was, online. It was, it was like, one of the close. first big ones. I played that. It was a sweet game. Like, for its time, yeah. It was one of the first big ones, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember it came out with a lot of uh, hoopla because because it was, like, the first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I told them I like I probably would even play World of Warcraft if it was if they made an Xbox version yep. of it. Me too. Just because I've always wanted to play. And they've had there's been some console MMORPGs in development and they always get canceled. There's actually one for I think it was Xbox that was supposed to come out, the first Xbox. Um it was really uh like really cool cel shaded graphics and everything. It looked really neat, but they I mean they canned it. It was a Japanese one. So uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, Fallout 4, what would you like to see and what should they use from Skyrim? Uh, I, I would like to use, see a sprint button and a vehicle that you can ride. What do you want to see in Fallout 4? I would agree with the sprint button. Yeah, that would That help. would be key. Yeah. I don't, I don't, well. Why? Why do you guys want? Well, faster traversing of the ter- the land. Yeah, I remember What if Fallout. they just made you run faster? That's fine. Yeah. Because Fallout 3, yeah. going from point A to point B was slow. As long as I they never get really, there faster. I never really got, I never really got like, why I have a sprint button unless it's, like, part of combat or something like that. Right, just, yeah, you make know? you run faster all the time. It's like in those older games, it was faster to jump where where you were going rather than walking. Yeah. So everybody would just, jump, like, jump, jump everywhere. Jump, yeah. And that gets annoying after a while because obviously you want to go as fast as you can. So every, you just have to keep jumping and jumping and jumping. What game was like that? Was it Morrowind? I know Spyro was like Maybe. that. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I feel like I did a lot of jumping in Morrowind. No, you know why I jumped in Morrowind was to raise you, raise your skills. Athleticism. Oh, Athleticism. Acrobatics. Yeah. Yep. Athletics. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, definitely a new setting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we need to get out of the United States. Oh, yeah. I never I even thought, thought about that. Yeah. Or even... Because well, China plays a huge part. That that might be fun. Yeah. Um. But or even like in the Rocky Mountains in the U.S. or something like that. Yeah. Just change it up 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 in the hills where it's cold and Canada. Yeah, because where did the do you know where the first two Fallout games took place? I played Fallout One for a little while, and I don't remember where it was supposed to take one place. One was in California, I believe. Was it? Because I think one of the earliest vaults was in California. Okay. I think, though, I'm not exactly sure. And obviously, I don't know where two took place, but obviously three was in in DC, and then four was New Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, and I agree with a, a a vehicle of some sort. There's tons of cars, and you know, you never really think about it, but nobody has been able to get a car up and running. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were. Um, <laughs> There's no Graham Gore's lines around. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They were like nuclear powered. Those cars. Because they were based on a design of a nuclear-powered car that, like, maybe Ford made in the 50s, or it was a concept car that they based all of the vehicles in the game around. And they're either in the game? Yeah. I don't remember there being any cars. In in Fallout? Yeah. There is, there's cars everywhere, but they're blo- they're, you can't right, right. use them. Yeah, none of them work. Right, right. But, the, but they're based on an actual, like, model car that was nuclear-powered. Oh. So is that why? Because there's no nuclear energy to be had? Maybe. 
or there's no way to refine it into fuel. That would make sense, I guess. But I would and, think there'd still be some fuel around. Yeah, and you, you'd think somebody, considering all the the weapons and shit people craft, you think would come up would with something up different. With, yeah, like yeah. a motorbike, you yeah. know, something stupid. Yeah, I agree. Well, the the freaking what are they called? They the uh, the bad guys there. Oh, those helicopters. Enclave. Yeah, they have helicopters. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So they do have something running that you could probably base some sort of technology on. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that. But, I mean, Skyrim or Elder Scrolls has its horse. You know, Fallout, Fallout will, will have something, I bet. Yeah, because it's, it's you know, it's basically running the same engine for the most yeah. part. So Even if it's just, like, a, a train that runs all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right, uh, FIFA 12. He said his his nephew has the game and and did say the same things about you that you did for the for the changes. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Age Three said they listened to fans, and took it to heart. So with that said, did you guys like the first two, and what do you think they need to do? Will you didn't play the Dragon Age games? I have both of them. I just got them. I haven't gotten a chance though to play them. Okay, so me and Corey can field this one. Uh, I love Dragon Age one, and I played Dragon Age two, and liked it. But I can only pl- do one playthrough, so I'm always wary of whether or not I actually liked a game. Um, if I can only play it once, and I can't bring myself to play it again, uh, I'm like that with Diablo three. Like I really don't think I liked Diablo three because I played through it and beat it and enjoyed it when I was playing it, but. I have absolutely zero desire to go back and play play through it again. So. Same here. Yeah. Like I said, I'm wary of whether or not I like the game. I don't think Dragon Age 2 was great. Um, I think they tried to go to Commander Shepard with the main character, Hawk. Um, I think they saw how popular you know Shepard was. and I don't know why they tried to change it, because I feel like the first Dragon Age was was very popular in like a cult kind of way, you know? It didn't have the popularity that Mass Effect does. But... It wasn't good enough for him, Dan. Right, but it you know a lot of people really loved it. So well, it kind of snuck up on people. Yeah, I barely even heard of it, and it came out. And you, Corey, actually told me to try. He said you're you know you'll love it or whatever. And I had only heard about it like a week before it came out. Yeah, and you bought it and had it for a few days, and then I went out and got it too. I was just like, oh, this is a, a fantasy RPG from Bioware. I, I might as well get this. Right. You know, what's not to like? Yeah. Um, and I just got it randomly because I was in the mood for that kind of game. Yep. And that I that was, like, obviously long before we started doing this where we were paying really close attention to everything that came out, you know, like we are now. We wouldn't – that wouldn't miss us or slip by us nowadays, but. No. Uh, Let's see. What do you guys like about the first two? What do you think they need to do? I think they need to go back to the the way the first game was a little bit more with the, you know, you you create your own hero in that game in the first Dragon Age where you're kind of assigned a hero in Dragon Age two. Uh, I think they need open to open it up. Yeah, open it up. I was just gonna say vary vary the locations any uh, a little bit more because they have the what what was the name of the city in Dragon Age two can't remember but you were yeah you were set in one city and in in the surroundings yeah the whole game pretty much took place in that city and around that city Um, which i mean i think if done right could be could be kind of cool because granted the 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 problem with it was you kept going to the same places over and over again and it got boring yeah um and even outside of of the city like the they used the same set of maps for different adventures yeah it was just felt kind of stale after a while right absolutely Um, but i think 
I think it was also an interesting idea because at the same time you kind of grew with the city and and you became a big part of it just because you were you were in it the entire time. Yeah. Um. So I think if done right, it could be it could be great. But yeah, I, yeah you're you're right. Like it, it, I agree that two wasn't as good as one. Um. I liked two more than you did. I think if if I remember us talking about it. Yeah, I think so. In the past, but yeah, I mean, it showed a lot of promise. Um. I don't know what what was the question? What we want to see in three? Yes, Kirkwall. By the way, was the town Kirkwall? Kirkwall yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, just, I mean, the, the whole reason that I like it so much is it's a it's a world built by Bioware. Yeah, you know. Yep. That's. I mean, that's what it comes down to, and they do such a good job with that kind of stuff. And that's what I mean. I always, I only played had one playthrough for both games, but I always look forward to going back to that city and, and experiencing their their world all over again yeah the new game is supposed to take place in orlay which is that universe's version of france i guess so france and and uh french culture is is the the country orlay no great so we'll see how that goes everybody will be running scared yeah (laughs) um i'm 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 looking forward to i'm cautiously optimistic about it uh you know i don't want to get my hopes up too high because you know, Dragon Age Two let me down a little bit. As I said, I enjoyed it when I played through it, um, but I just couldn't go back to it again. I think it'll be great. Probably. Hopefully, they didn't take too much fan input because I think that can ruin things too. Yeah. You know. Definitely. What game was it that took a lot of fan input and was just a disaster? <laughs> I feel like there was a like a fairly recent release uh, that was a uh, yeah. Uh, they they it. took a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, okay. Borderlands two take up two weeks of my life because I can only rent it right now. Yeah, Borderlands two is pretty great. I hope you can get it done in two weeks. I know you got a big family and stuff. Uh, that definitely cuts into the gaming time. Damn them. God. It's happening to me a lot too. <laughs> Fuck. Pull the shades. Turn the lights <laughs> off. Lock the kids in in the dog crate. Sure. Where they fit, really? Yeah, huh? I was gonna say wherever. Closet, dog crate, oven, M- microwave, garage, and <laughs> the microwave. <laughs> you can put them in their rooms and lock them in there too. It's not as creative though. Well, then they can at least have something to do, and they won't be yelling to get out. Yeah, but sound travels better out of a bedroom than it does out of a microwave. He's right. True. True that. Microwave it is. All right. Uh, so uh, thank you for that, Jacob. Uh, next is Travis. Travis says, I love Mass Effect. I'm currently working on my way through it second time to get some more achievement points. I also tried the multiplayer for the first time last week, and it was pretty good, better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I like the multiplayer in, in, in Mass Effect 3 also. Oh, yeah. I know Eric was a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually just started doing it today. To get my galactic readiness up, yeah, so you can beat the game. Yeah. Well, do you remember last week when I told you to text me if you're gonna? Um, you were on Netflix, and I figured you were doing something. So text me anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna need to do it like tomorrow. So what time? Whenever, like two right. thirty. Yeah, I gotta work till four thirty. But if you're still playing, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll, there I'll you be go. on. All right, text me. Eric, yeah. th- Eric doesn't have anything to play right now until FIFA. FIFA thirteen comes better out. Better get me now, cause. <laughs> 
Okay. We're done after that. All right, we'll get one more math fact in, Dave. <laughs> right. If you can tear yourself away from Borderlands and or Guild Wars. Nope, okay. <laughs> not going to happen. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> but I got a lot of more math fact talk to do uh, when, when we played. Excellent. Uh, better than I th- yeah, better than I thought. Yeah, I thought the the Mass Effect. I was against the Mass Effect multiplayer, but they did a pretty good job with it. It's it's fun and interesting, especially fun to play with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've always liked the whole horde mode thing. I think that's kind of, that's that's a fun thing to do. I'm not as much into the competitive multiplayer, um, but but I do like uh, which I think is why I like uh, Guild Wars two so much. It's it's not very competitive. It's more cooperative, mm-hmm. which I really like. So. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Uh, Chase, multi-directional on Twitter, says, Borderlands 2 is fucking sweet. So far, Planet Side 2 is not. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Planet Borderlands 2 is sweet. Uh, sorry you don't like Planet Side 2. I do think they do need a, still to do a little work on the um, the performance of the game. It's still a little, little bit stuttery at times. Um also, kind of like when you die, it sometimes it takes a long time to get back to the battle, uh, which is kind of drive me nuts. kind of stinky, especially someone like me who dies a lot and really fast. Uh, but you know, I think I part of it is I don't really know how to play the game that well. So. Yeah, same here. That's why I found myself. I could kill all right, but when I die, it took me forever to get back. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, it'll get better for you by the time by the time release comes out. At least at the very least, you don't have to buy the game. It's going to be completely free to play, so so that'll be good. Uh, Christopher on Twitter says EA Sports now says NBA Live 13 now an indefinite delay. Uh, October release is not going to happen. So. They should just cancel it <laughs> because it's not. There's no way it could be as good as NBA right. 13. There's no way. Right. Even with Coldplay being in the soundtrack. And even with <laughs> it only cost was it was only supposed to cost like 20, 20 bucks or 25. Yeah. It's, gonna it's be not going to be able to compete. I think NBA 2K13 just has that fan base right. already, and they're not going to stray from that. Right. So. Yeah. Jay-Z is hosting the premiere event. When is that? The, like, uh, the premiere event is next Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, the game comes out Tuesday after that, I believe. I think that's second, right? Yeah. Huh. Nearly. Are you going, Corey? No. Is it in NYC? It's probably down in yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, it is in NYC. Huh. How come you didn't get into the Wii U press event? We talked about it. They, they must have addressed my invitation wrong or something. Corey's not I trying never got hard it. enough. Darn it! When did we? Do we know when PAX East is yet? Probably, probably Easter weekend again. God, who the fuck made that? I don't know. Because oh, <laughs> me right off. We really should go. We should, and I want to. No, well, I can't if it's Easter weekend. I have a child now, and I can. Just any can't, of you go on it. Easter weekend? Because I will. I'm willing to give up my Easter weekend. Uh, no. I'm not going. By I'll, I gotta find out if I have work. If I have work like the next day, then yeah, I could go to PAX. If I have off of baseball, yeah. They probably don't have a date yet. They do. PAX East 2013. I think so. Really. Uh. 
says, <laughs> somebody says, it will take place from March 22nd to 24th, not on Easter Sunday. Oh, there you go. So we should try and go. We're going. Definitely. Okay. Uh, so thanks for that, Chase and Christopher and Travis. All right. Oh, we got one Facebook like and one new Twitter follower. Yeah. We are going to start doing shots. It's just I have not had time to go to the liquor store and get liquor. And I forget. Well, I, I have had time. Oh, no, I can't get I can't buy any alcohol anyway cuz my license is expired. <laughs> Dan, I'd still sell it to you. No, I know. I think most people would, but I don't want to take that chance. Dan, you might as well just get off the grid. Like, no Facebook, no license. I don't have a Facebook. I have a fake That's Facebook. What I'm saying. I wouldn't mind going off the grid at all. Just get right the, right the fuck off the grid, Dan. I'll buy, uh, I'll buy Amazon gift cards for my <laughs> video game purchases. You could give me money, Dan, and I'll buy them where I work for There you go. That's perfect. Yep. That's probably, yeah, I'll pay with cash. Yep. Dan Murtha disappeared. I would do it. I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> Just get right off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> I would be more I guess uh what's the word I'm looking for? I, I'd worry more about having a license, but I live exactly one mile from my workplace <laughs> of employment. Right. So I'm just like, meh. You'd have to do a lot of things wrong to be able to get pulled yeah, over. Yeah, I'd have to hit some children on the way up to work. But I don't know. I part of it is the cost. $65 for a new license. What? Is that for the enhanced one? No, that's for the regular one. Are you shitting me? No. And I should probably get an enhanced one. Yeah, because I, I want to. Because like, at some point I'll probably go to that shithole Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and that dump Mexico. Mine expires... <sighs> In February. That pisses 20, me off. Why 29? Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's bad enough that we're on the verge of 30. Yeah, exactly. Kick a man when he's down, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think if they made it for when you turn 30, you'd be you'd just be like, fuck it, I'm 30. I don't, I'm not getting a new license. Fuck it, I'm really going off the grid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're still in your 20s. You're like, ah, oh, damn it, I should probably just do it. God. All right. So that is, that'll do it for feedback. Yeah, and that cancels out one video game purchase. Exactly. Exactly. That's garbage. Yep. And I have to, I have to get my stupid face taken on a stupid picture. Awful. You should go looking as disheveled as you possibly can. I like. I should go now. <laughs> I don't think you look that disheveled. My you hair's, may smell. I can't hair's smell you, but greasy too. I forget to take a shower. You know, I Just get... I get free time and I play Guild Wars <laughs> and at Borderlands today. So I love it. Yeah. I think that's great. Plus, I don't, you know, I'm an environmentalist. I don't want to waste water. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, Roundtable discussion. Corey, why don't we get started with you, or did you want to wait? No, I'll go first. Okay, because this is an interesting one, and I look forward to talking yeah, about this. Mine was kind of easy, and I, I kind of came up with the idea. I saw the, the Eve players held a candlelight vigil for Vile Rat, yeah, uh, that's... a.k.a. Sean Smith, who yeah. was killed in the Libya embassy attacks. Yeah. Apparently he was an avid Eve Online player and part of the community and everything. It was actually kind of touching the screenshot. I actually I think I posted it on our Facebook. Yeah. Um, the screen the screenshot of this candlelight vigil it was pretty, pretty special. It was very touching. Very it was touching. very touching. And it kind of made me wonder... Uh, what and I, I field this question to you guys too. What if anything, or no? Let's let's phrase it this way: If you had to have something video game related, 
for your funeral or at your funeral, what would it be? Uh-huh. Who do you want to go first? I, well, I'll say what I had. Okay. I had first. Uh, 8-bit tap. An what? 8-bit version of taps. You know, taps. Da, 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 oh. da, da, chip, chip tunes. Chip tunes taps. Okay. I think that would be pretty cool. That is cool. I and like then the that. other thing I thought of um, is, you know how in the, uh, Final Fantasy VI they have, when when you meet a new character, it's their sprite, it fades to a black screen, and it's just their sprite and a little description of them? Yeah. I want myself to be sprited. I want a sprite <laughs> version of me. That's great. And I want, I want people to write short little descriptions of me in the, in the vein of Final Fantasy VI. Oh, nice. that's Great. That's good. I like that. That's good stuff. That's kind of sad and touching, too. I think that would be cool. And uh, uh, my other idea was to have everybody dress in cosplay. I think that okay. would be fun. Yeah. Well, I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what would your cosplay outfit outfit be for my funeral? Uh, let me think about it while we talk about this, and I'll tell you okay. by the end. Sack boy. <laughs> sack boy. That's an <laughs> easy terrifying. one. I'll just steal a potato sack from work and just <laughs> jump the fuck in it. That'd be terrifying. Uh, oh, there's Erica's sack boy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I'll go next. Uh, what I would want to do is I'd want to be buried with all my electronics like a, an, an Egyptian pharaoh. I'd want all my, all my all my game systems, my computers, my television stuffed into my, my coffin. So, you know, if I woke up after having been dead for a little while, I would have something to play. Or you can bring them with you to the afterlife. Well, yeah. That, well, that's that's the idea. But I'm more because I'm claustrophobic. I'm one of my worst fears is being buried alive. So at least I would have something to do. Maybe oh, a handheld system and some batteries until I suffocate. Yeah. Did you see that movie Buried? No. That's my worst fear. I wouldn't. That'd be terrifying. That would suck. It's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, because they jump back and forth, right? It's not just the guy. No. No. It never betrays its its premise. Really? It's just Ryan Reynolds in a coffin. Ugh, really? That's horrible. Yep. Sounds pretty sweet, actually. When I watched it, what I did is I, I turned all the lights off, and I got really close to the TV, and that's how I watched it. That's, it was great. That's, <laughs> how, that's how I play FIFA. I'm get- <laughs> You know what? It's funny. Get, get because- balls deep into it. <laughs> when I when I play a first person shooter, I have to sit really fucking oh, close to the God, TV. God, so close, Dan. My my level of performance when I play FIFA, sitting right in front of the TV and sitting on the couch, is exponentially yeah, worse. Isn't that weird? It is weird, and I I have the closer I am to the television, the better. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I have a small TV either. Right? No. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Real quick, while we're talking about movies, because I'm gonna forget, I watched Cabin in the Woods last night. Have you seen yeah. that, Corey? Yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. I hated it. Really? Is this the first movie we've ever disagreed on? What did you hate about it? I just thought it was so stupid. I, like, I think what it was is I wanted a scary, really scary movie that was going to scare the shit out of me, and what I yeah. got was something like I laughed about, and yeah. I was like, this isn't well, I mean, a scary it, movie. It sort of, it sort of transcends the, the horror genre. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess I was just expecting something different, and that's probably why I didn't like it. Oh, okay. Yeah, cause w- going into it, I knew I had heard that it sort of turns turns the genre on its head and, oh. and kind of uh, makes you reflect about it. I mean, so I like the idea of it. it. You know, yeah. 
it gets it gets pretty batshit crazy though at the end. Yeah, the end it? was pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, well, that's what I said to the person I was watching it with. I was like, well, you know, it picked up at the end at least. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's crazy. I st- I recommend that movie to people too. Yeah. It's a pass yeah. for Eric though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just go in knowing that you're not gonna get scared watching it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so for my, for my thing, the first thing that came to my mind, Corey, when you sent me that question and immediately came to my mind was I would want everybody that we used to play Halo with to set up, like at my funeral, set up four TVs and have 16 guys give me a sniper gun salute. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. And it, would, it would be on the old shitty TVs oh, that yeah. we used to None play on, too. Oh, yeah, none of these newfangled flat screens. No. Absolutely not. So that was my. I like that. That's I like cool. That. It came to me like immediately as soon as you <laughs> said that. I was like, "Oh, Halo sniper salute!" And it would be sixteen. Because, sixteen guns, because yes. yeah, you can't have twenty-one max players. <laughs> yep. That's great. Oh come on. <laughs> Will, what about you? Um, I had to think about this one for a little bit, and I'd only want you guys in on this. Um. When you're reading whatever at my funeral, I want you guys to have the Mass Effect storyline because I've been on a very, you know, Mass Effect run of lately, and just replace Commander Shepard's name with my name, <laughs> so nobody else would, everyone would be like, "What the heck?" Besides you guys, <laughs> and then I'd want the board that's in the Normandy that has all the names of the past crew oh, on it, yeah. and I want you to have a plaque with my name and put it on there. There you go, <laughs> and that's mine. Nice. That's, that's pretty nice. That's, that's real good nerdy. Too. <laughs> We should encourage our listeners to write in. What oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like that's it. that's assuming, too, that I eat it relatively recently, like I'm killed in an alien invasion or something, <laughs> or in a moped accident. I got to thinking about zombies again last night after I watched Cabin in the Woods. I feel totally prepared for that. There you go. You prepared for mermen? No. <laughs> Who's prepared for a merman? <laughs> Or a killer unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Killer unicorn, huh? Oh, Dan, you wouldn't believe the number of ways you could die. Oh, boy. All right. I think that's all we got for that. Will, what do you got for us? For... Thanks, Corey. Roundtable? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's mine. Uh, This is an article on Kotaku. Torchlight 2 versus Diablo 3, the comparison we had to make by Kirk Hamilton. Um, So I'm just going to read... You know, the, the headlines for each of this are in this article. Uh, no internet required. Diablo 3, internet only. Torchlight 2, internet. What internet? So that's uh, Torchlight not having an always online connection. Uh-huh. Uh, faster avatar, kill, kill. Diablo 3, easy does it. Torchlight 2, time for another level. And this one is Torchlight 2 feels faster than Diablo 3. You level up much more quickly, and the speed sustains throughout the game. One thing I did remember about Diablo 3, it took an incredible amount of time to level up towards yeah. like level 40 and i didn't enjoy it as much and i guess in torchlight 2 you level up very quick and, and, and the thing is is you can scale it so you can constantly get that reward of leveling up and that's what they did they made the max level level 100 yeah i like that so you're, you're gaining more levels but at the same time it's it's happening faster mm-hmm. and you're getting more experience points to, to place into skills and stuff like that yeah one of my articles i remember a while back was people like talking about how to make a good game and make it addicting to people is leveling up quickly because you get that reward when you yeah. see that like flash of light when you level up and your character glowing because you just leveled up it's a good feeling it's a very good feeling uh, next one's decisions decisions diablo 3 had a pre uh determined skill trees 
and then uh, you choose everything in Torchlight too. That's a yep. big thing. I hated in Diablo three. You could not choose what you wanted to put your skills in. Hated that. Yeah. The only thing that made your character different from another person's of the same class was equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you could you could customize your skills, but you weren't like you weren't like forging your own path through the skills, you know? It was like, everybody got the same skills. Yeah. Everybody that was the same class. And everybody was the same power and everything. Um, the next one's more character flexibility. Diablo 3 had very limited skill combinations, and Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Torchlight 2, can't believe I just did that, uh, choose your own play style. It's another big one. As you just said, all the Diablo 3 skills, everybody has the same one, but this one you can choose your own. Diablo sounds so shitty. It does, compared to Torchlight. Uh, fishing, Diablo 3, no fishing. Torchlight 2, fishing. <laughs> uh, there's fishing in Torchlight 2, just like there was in Torchlight. Just go with it. Um, pets, there's no pets in Diablo 3, and in Torchlight 2, there are a ton of pets, apparently. Remember, there were a lot yeah. of pets in Torchlight 1. Yeah. Which is cool. And you fed them fish. They were useful. <laughs> yeah, you just fed them fish. They were useful because they would sell your vendor trash for yeah. you. You'd send them or to go do that. monsters to fight for you. <laughs> and there was even more pets in Torchlight 2. I remember when I was in the beta, there were a ton of them. Uh, more loot, more numbers, and uh, Diablo 3, lots of loot. Torchlight 2, insane crap loads of loot. Uh, one of the things people have been saying about this game is there's an insane amount of loot. Uh, next one's more hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. Diablo 3, normal, always doable. And Torchlight 2, normal, you may even get stuck playing the game, which is good because I like having a challenge. Yeah, That's why hearing too. Borderlands 2 is hard is cool. I like yeah. to ha- be challenged because yeah. games are so easy. Um, That's just how I like them. <laughs> uh, potions is the next one. Diablo th- uh, 3 had some potions, and Torchlight 2 has all the potions. I know like um, Diablo 3 cut out oh, – what did they call it? cut out for potions? can't remember but they, they cut, cut out, out the scrolls well they cut out the scrolls which are going to be back in torchlight 2 um i can't remember i know in uh, diablo 3 they cut out the sapphire gem and the diamond for whatever reason too which i thought was dumb um the next one is no real money auction house diablo 3 you want loot you can buy it in torchlight 2 you want loot you can play our game yeah i like that yeah Better bosses, Diablo 3 had decent bosses, and Torchlight 2 has excellent bosses. Um, that's, that's surprising. I mean, I kind of liked Diablo's boss battles more than the rest of the game. That's yeah. w- one thing I remember from playing Diablo 2 was uh, I thought the bosses were pretty cool. Yeah. They are. I don't know about 3, but... I like Diablo 3's bosses, too, so I'm going to be interested to see how but much better Torchlight 2's bosses are, because this yeah. article says they're really good. I barely remember Diablo 3. Um, <laughs> just a little blip on my gaming radar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a whole wide world out there. Diablo 3 has a linear, fast-paced narrative. Torchlight 2 feels more like an exploration-based game. I like that. Yeah. Storytelling. Diablo 3 has a silly story, while Torchlight 2 somehow has an even more nonsensical <laughs> story. Um, superior side quest. Diablo 3, mostly forgettable side quests, which is true. I cannot remember a single side quest that I did no, in neither. that game. Uh, in Torchlight 2, lots of side quests, and most of them are meaty. Um, and the last one I have on here is The Future's Bright. Diablo 3, get your mitts off our game. Por- uh, Torchlight 2, please mod our game. 
which is big for the PC gaming. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, that's one of the most important things about it too is because, you know, that will extend the life of the game a lot by just cool stuff that people make out of the game, you know, you'd probably be someone will probably recreate Diablo 2 yeah. in in Torchlight 2. Oh you know? yeah. Yeah, you don't even need DLC. That far. Just give people some good mod tools, and yeah. you're golden. Yeah, really. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so judging by this article, Torchlight Two sounds incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, I I thought it would be fun playing it just because like I was playing it with you guys, but I'm kind of excited to play it now. Yeah. yeah, I've heard nothing but good reviews about it too. Yeah, it seems like it's gonna be worth the wait. And that's coming out tomorrow, right? Yeah. Which it'll midnight be midnight tonight. Is it gonna be up at midnight? I don't know. Yeah, I think for Steam, games go up at midnight. Are you, Dang. Are you guys able to play it at all tomorrow? Yeah. Maybe tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah, right. yeah I'll, could, play it. I'll play tomorrow night. I could probably play like, tomorrow night. Eric, Late-ish. Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, and then go into Torchlight 2? Probably. I can't make any promises, but probably. Okay, I'll remind you. Text me. Yeah. Make sure you text me, goddammit. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to type it up right now. All right. Because when I go to your conversation, <laughs> it'll already be typed. Thank I've you. been doing this recently, and it's worked. I, it, well, your, your memory's only going to get worse from here. <laughs> this is what I it's have true. to do, too. When somebody sends me a text message that I know I need to respond to at some point, I just leave it. Because otherwise, I'm not going to remember. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, Eric, it's typed up. Thank you. Yeah, if I read a text and then, like, I, for whatever reason I can't get back to them right away, I always forget. Always. So, okay. I make it a point to text back as soon as I get it. I mm. usually do. Uh, it depends who it is, though. <laughs> some you people know. you just let. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, some some stuff I just don't want to respond to. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Sorry. But usually I'm, like, a quick response texter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that, Will. No problem. All right, uh, I will go next. My article is related to Borderlands 2. Well, it's about Borderlands 2. It's a review for <laughs> Borderlands 2. It's done by Adam Naberg, uh, the Wall Street Journal. I guess the, I don't know, the section is called Speakeasy. I don't know exactly how the Wall Street Journal works. It's not my not my first publication of choice. <laughs> Nor should it be, Dan. No. Uh, okay, I'll actually read the first two paragraphs because this kind of will this will sum up the entire review. He says, uh, "Ask me what I think about Borderlands Two from Gearbox Software, and I'd tell you about its dubious, convoluted plot. I'd talk about a mind-boggling array of guns and loot. At no point, though, would I ever say I was ready to joy puke my face off." <laughs> As, as the game box predicts players will do. The sequel to the highly acclaimed 2009 Borderlands game goes on shelves Tuesday on, on, in Xbox 360, PS3, and PC versions for around 60 bucks. At that price point, the first-person shooter published by 2K Games inevitably invites comparisons with the Halos and Call of Duty games already out and due to come out in the next few weeks and months. Borderlands 2 falls short because it's missing several key elements you need to have in a 2012 first-person shooter game, most notably a rich multiplayer online mode. There's an extremely limited four-player cooperative (laughs) mode, and if you have an Xbox Live Gold account, you can team up that way. But this isn't the type of deeply engrossing FPS game the headset-wearing Call of Duty crowds gather to play months and months after the release. In comparison, I read on several sites that Call of Duty Black Ops 2 will feature up to six teams for a total of 18 simultaneously players in a multiplayer mode. That's only in zombie mode, right? I, I believe, yeah. Okay. So it just goes on and on like that for the entire article. Now, what 
my reaction to this game or to this, I read the whole review. Um, and my reaction to it was this guy has no idea what he's talking about. If he's comparing Borderlands to Call of Duty and Halo, he really obviously doesn't know anything about video games. Well, that's the thing. Like, you can't just compare it because it's a shooter. Like, it's a exactly. Game. Yeah, it has kind of the same mechanic, but um, I, I don't think he understands that Borderlands is 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 an RPG. Right. First and foremost, it's a role playing game. Um, it just ha- it's. Like I said, I talked about this earlier. It's more comparable to Fallout Three than it is, or even it's it's closer to Diablo Three than it is Call of Duty, yeah, um, yeah. without question. Oh, yeah. Um, he says in it that uh, he played with his son at some point. I don't know. He says he play, he says he plays with his son. Oh, I played with my fourteen year old son. We found ourselves spending a lot of time mindlessly opening supply boxes and mailboxes to find bullets, health boosts, and other goodies we didn't oh. really want or need yet. You also wander a lot in winter wastelands that are hard to find your way around due to cartoonish blockiness. The game's mapping was detailed, though, and at first it was fun to explore a bit, but became a nuisance later. I was reminded a couple times of the desolate feeling you have on the road while playing Skyrim and uh, struck by how long it took to get from one action point to another. Luckily, the developers built quick travel machines into the game, allowing you to shortcut, blah, blah, blah. It sounds like... His son is his son is a video gamer and plays video games, but he well it sounds like this guy didn't know what he was going to be playing at all. Like I, he went I, I in don't thinking think so. It was Call of Duty, like he was going to be playing online against other people. Yeah, and um, it's not at all. Yeah, and he mentioned uh, at some point the cartoony art style. Yeah, well, it's exactly it's what the game is. Exactly. <laughs> I, that that was my point, and and like everyone on the everyone on the the message boards is just giving this guy such a hard time. <laughs> What what publication is that, Dan? It's Wall Street Journal. Does it say now, who's the, what's the name of the? I'm, I'm, I had to grab a beer, so I missed the the heading of of your article. Who wrote it? Uh, Adam Naberg, Naberg, N A J B E R G. Does it say his position? Like, no, no, it does not. It just says his name. Yeah, but it's a speakeasy uh, section of arts and entertainment. I don't know what that is. As I said, I don't. Uh, the The Wall Street Journal is not my publication of choice. Now, here's my scenario that I constructed in my head. This guy was working in another department. Was not whatever they closed it, and they're you know they were looking for someone to write game reviews, so they stuck him there. They asked him, "Oh, you know, you play any video games? We're thinking about moving you to a different." Oh yeah, I play. You know, I play video games. Right, said that so he could keep his job. Exactly. Um, yeah, the whole review reeked of, of him not knowing anything about Borderlands or even yeah. games in general because, like I said, I mean, everyone compares – I don't think I, re- I read in any any of the other reviews a comparison of Borderlands to uh, – Borderlands, I don't think you can compare it to really to any other game because it's so different than anything else. Um, I, you know, you're not going to see Kotaku compare Call of Duty or, or no. Halo to Borderlands. Well, it's, I, I feel like it's kind of like what happened with me with Cabin in the Woods. I went in expecting like to have the shit scared out of me, and that's not what it was at all. Right. And this guy went in expecting to play Call of Duty, and he wasn't at all. Right. It's nothing like Call yeah. of Duty. It's, it's, like, it's like reviewing freaking any movie after only have... have, have, have watched avatar well right i I was i was also thinking of you know if i was to be in an art critic that's kind of how this is yeah like you know i i I have a painting or two that i like you know um but 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 i'm not qual 
I'm Sorry. not qualified to compare this painting or two that I like compared to, I don't I know nothing about art, you know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. That 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 that's me writing for the Wall Street Journal in their their art critic right. section <laughs> or like, me oh, writing this, this, Go ahead. This piece of art has nothing on the Mona Lisa. Yeah, ex- exactly. We're still talking about the Mona Lisa. Exactly. That's my point. And you know what? I'm not I'm not the per- the type of per- if he you know played the game and didn't like it, fine. That's fine. But the, the the his comparisons are just way off, and and that to me means he doesn't really know what he's talking no, about. He to doesn't. me, he's a schmutz. It, so. it does seem uh, very near nearsighted. Yeah. Uh, but I'm curious about this whole Wall Street Journal, Journal speakeasy section. Yeah, I know nothing about it. I was going to do research on it. Maybe it's just something that anybody can write into, and they pick the best one. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking because I mean. <laughs> I mean, it is video writing about video games for a major publication, so I'm sure their standards are a lot lower for video games than like a video game site. Um, but I don't know because it does sound like he's a complete idiot. It also sounds like he's writing an ad for Call of Duty and Halo. Well, yeah, he sounds like a huge Call of Duty fanboy. Well, let me let me read the last two paragraphs too. They're they're kind of short. Someone from Activision. I don't know. It sounds that's what it sounds like. <laughs> listen, listen to this. As a thirty dollar impulse buy, priced about the same games like NASCAR Unleashed, I wouldn't have a problem recommending Borderlands 2 as a fun diversion. At twice that price, though, I think it's fair for players to demand the whole Megillah. Cutting-edge development, engrossing campaign gameplay, scads of downloadable content, a rich social media community experience, sharing sharing of loot and gear, and online multiplayer modes that keep you and your friends coming back until the next version of the game comes out. And Borderlands 2 misses on enough counts so that I not only didn't joy puke, I didn't even get a tiny bit of mirthful bile in my throat. It may be the game (laughs) for you, but if you're in the market for a new FPS, I'd at least counsel waiting waiting to compare it to Black Ops 2 due out November 13th or Halo 4 slated for a November 6th release. I mean, it sounds like the person who wrote it can at least form some, some, some decent sentences. Dan, did you read any I of the did. comments at all? Oh yeah, I read a lot of the comments, but that was earlier today. You haven't read any on on here though. Not recently. Can no. I just read the first one? Read read the first one. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the guy writes. It does kind of seem that this fellow went out and test drove an eighteen wheeler, then went home and wrote a review lambasting it. <laughs> For not driving like a Ferrari, and <laughs> promptly decided it was terrible automobile. Yeah, and he and he threw lambasting in there too. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I, and everyone says the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like it is not the same type of game, so you cannot compare the two. Cannot at all. So I thought that was funny. We I actually retweeted that. So if you look on our uh, on our Twitter, it's it's on there. If you want to read it, it's it's pre- pretty bad. I mean. Guys, a jackass. Yep. And once again, it's not the negative r- review for Borderlands. That's fine if you didn't yeah, like the game, yeah, but yeah. you, I don't think you have anything to compare, compare it to. A, you'd be the only person on earth that gave it a bad review. Yeah. Just because you're a dick. I can't see not liking <laughs> it. What, what do you think this guy is doing after the out outcry of? Comments? I don't know. But he wrote like shortly after it came up. There was a lot of negative comments, and he wrote. He wrote something that he, that was like made it made it worse. Yeah. Like trying trying to more justify his opinion, he wrote on the on the comment section, um, trying to justify his opinion a little more, and it just made him sound even more dumb, and 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 oblivious to to what kind of game Borderlands actually is. You know. Do you remember what he said? No, it was stupid. He brought up Call of Duty and Halo again. <laughs> oh, God. 
like that's the only type of games he was aware of. He is the digital editor for Asia at the Wall Street Journal. Digital editor, digital editor for Asia, huh? Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's interesting. But anyway, that's what I wanted to discuss, and I appreciate you tweeting that to us, Chase. Because yeah, I was he's not just a, he's not just a blog. Sorry, he's not just a blogger. He's no, no, an no. editor. Yeah, real shitty one. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Real I mean, wh- what do you think, Corey? You're a little more into that type of world than us. I mean, what? I mean, he's stating his opinion, um, and this is one of, one of those few cases where you can say your opinion's not valid because it's really not. <laughs> no, I th- I don't think that should happen. Like, what? <laughs> how does it even? You know what pisses me off the most about something like this? It's like, how the fuck does it even make it into the paper? Like yeah. somebody. If you're going to have video game reviews and stuff like that, you have to at least have somebody that knows something. Yeah. They can read that and be like, uh, did you, like, play this game or have any idea what it was beforehand? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, because yeah. this is just an awful piece of writing what yeah. you've got here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just, just from what I, because I looked this up instantly, the speakeasy thing, just from what I'm reading, it's, I mean, it's it's a fully fledged, uh, it's not just blogs. It's not people writing whatever. It's their staffs and everything. Um, but the staff is contributors from the Wall Street Journal. So it's basically anybody. To me, it seems like anybody from the Wall Street Journal who wants to contribute something can. Oh, so he doesn't. He's not speaking with any type of authority, right? No. Is is basically what? That's like, my guess. He's not the Wall Street Journal games uh, right. reviewer. Right. He well, might. Well, he might through the speakeasy. Uh, section he might write about a lot of a lot of games and I'm actually looking at his Twitter and I think he does because he has like a Madden thing in here. Oh, so he plays that type of game, so he has no business reviewing Borderlands. <laughs> He's a sport gamer. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I I would assume. I mean, and it depends on who's the the editor of this speakeasy. The publication is produced by senior editor Christopher John Farley, Alexander Cheney, Michelle Kung, and Barbara Chai. So it's it's a, it's like informal. It's it's more informal, yeah. I think it, to me, it just seems like whatever people whatever people from the Wall Street Journal want to contribute to this publication, they can. Wow. Okay. And that's that's what I said. Like like the writing is fine. Yeah. It's just it's a null opinion. It's one of those things that somebody's just like, "What the hell were you thinking?" Yeah. And you just write them off or lambaste him in the comments yeah i don't th- i don't think anyone was like yeah i i you, yeah. good good point you know he's on to something man <laughs> call of duty's way better than border yeah Lines. there's not one nobody and said that at the time when i read it there was a couple hundred reviews or a couple hundred comments already i didn't obviously read them all but you know you can you can get the gist of what you know if if you someone's writes some bold text like you know you're an idiot and you have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about you kind of pick up on that you know <laughs> so i don't know i, th- I thought that was interesting I definitely think uh, he'll think twice about writing a video game review after all these comments. Or write, writing about a game like that. Like, if yeah. you're reviewing Madden and Call of Duty and, and Halo, they're not even, you know, they're, they're not in the same, it's not the same type of game, you know? No, there's guns in both of them, but... <laughs> That's about where the similarities yeah. stop. <laughs> so, okay. That's what I wanted to talk about. Good work, though, man. Keep up the this good is... writing. <laughs> This is honestly the worst review I have ever read. <laughs> That's what all of them say, really. Yeah. Like... I'm starting to think he copied, or the makers copied Black Ops 2. Yeah, for Borderlands? Yeah. God, it's really similar. 
So yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with what we played uh, after the song uh, Bad Banana Bread by CSC Funk Band. One of my favorite songs ever, actually, so I hope you guys really like this. Great song. Well, yeah, we'll be right back right after that.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 61 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in what we played this week. Um, I, I'll go first because I only played... or Yeah, the only other game I played besides Borderlands 2 was Guild Wars 2. Um, I played it a ton. Uh, I don't remember what my character's levels were last week, but my... Huh? Oops. Oh, I wasn't on last week. Never mind. Yeah. Um... My main character, my Asura Engineer, is level 56. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, my my Human Necromancer is level 25. And they have a 7 and a 2. But uh, played a ton. Two, two of my cousins are playing now, too, which is nice. Although I haven't really gotten to interact with them much. Uh, I did a little more PvP yesterday. Can you advance your character by playing PvP? Yep. You can go from level 1 to 80 by doing PvP if you want. Dang. Yeah. Are you pretty high on the scale of levels? Running around, do you see you know, most people are lower level than you? It's actually hard to tell. Uh, the only time you can tell is when you're in a city and levels don't matter. But when you're when you're out in an area like Sam in a newbie zone and the level range is 1 to 15, um, yeah. whatever section you're in, it'll, it like it, you know, it lowers your level. So it, on your character icon, it'll show you that level and it'll show a like an arrow pointing down, which means you're brought down to whatever level it is for that area. So, you know, so it's hard to tell. The only time you can tell is in the cities. I would say I'm probably on the lower end of the high, you know, high group, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, um, the hardcore, no, because the game's been out for what three weeks. <laughs> so everybody's max level already. There's a few people that are max. There's plenty of people that are max level. I'm one um, of them. Yeah, what's that? I'm one of them. What what levels your character? Five, five. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember. Sorry, I was just just made me think of back when I used to play the first EQ and I couldn't get past level four. Oh yeah. yeah well, that was hard. Actually. Yeah. To be honest with you, the hardest levels in Guild Wars are the ones when you first start out, because you don't have any of your abilities or anything. You know, you don't. You're you're still learning your character and learning what weapons you like to play with. You know, a lot of it is not what's best for your character; it's what you like to play with. You know, what works best for you and your play style. So, to, I mean, right now with my Necromancer, I'm just kind of figuring that out now at level, you know, in, in my twenties. So, well, that's that's. And yeah, w- I mean, once you do that, it, it makes it a lot easier and you go go a lot faster that's why with my my main my engineer i'm level 56 you know if i wanted to i could go up two or three levels every day you know without without trying too hard that's actually i mean this is a little off topic but my my biggest complaint with final fantasy tactics it starts off like really hard and then it just gets easier as the game goes on and that always kind of bugged me like once you got orlando the rest of the game was cake yeah i remember when i was really young i couldn't get past the daughter trading city yeah yeah that was the hardest fight i've ever done in a game yeah that was pretty pretty difficult and not getting your good characters wiped out too you know you didn't want to do that either it's because they had the archers everywhere and they just fired down because they were so far away yep and they would just wipe you out that said, though, I mean, MMOs are a lot different, and it, I think that's not really a valid complaint for an MMO. Like, it gets easier as you go on. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I wouldn't say easier because the battles and stuff get harder, but, like, the game is, the game itself gets easier because you know what you're doing now, you know? It, it, you know, 
it's more skill based and and not you know knowledge based i guess yeah. um as as you go go further into the game but i'm i'm just having a blast with the game it's i'll be shocked if it's not my game of the year you know if something else surprises me and is better than guild wars 2 um i can't get i'm going to talk about my uh current game of the year as well oh yeah today yeah. nice i me like too. that mine's going to be fifa 13 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a little early for us to be predicting that, but like I said, I can't see anything beating Guild Wars two for me. I'm in love with the game, and I, you know, I had a brand new game. I had Borderlands two yesterday, and I still at about ten o'clock I stopped playing Borderlands two and I start playing Guild Wars. That's when you know exactly. When you know you're in love exactly, man. and the game's been out for like a month. Well, not quite a month, three weeks, three and a half weeks. So, yeah. yeah. Uh now there'll be plenty more Guild Wars. To talk. It's good. I I, I do want to try that. Yeah, pretty great. Pretty great. I'm yeah, getting Dan, there, Dan. We, I'm we gonna ought, buy a computer. We ought to just have a night. I'll come over. We'll have some brews. We'll play Borderlands. I'll try out yeah, some co-op. Guild Wars. There you go. That's a great idea. You know, we'll sleepover. Kick, kick it like the old days. That's a great idea. Yeah, I'll get drunk and I'll sleep in this chair like that's I've always fine. wanted to that's do. That's fine. Over Christmas, we're having a sleepover, guys. Oh, that's come on. That's gonna be fucking great. That's a great idea. We're doing that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, Corey, uh you know, Chris has the game now too and, and John just bought it too. Oh really? Yeah. yeah so. John is our, our Chris is Chris who was on Chris's last older brother. Episode. Yeah. It's his brother. Yeah, his older brother. Yeah. They and they were both heavily into EverQuest too. Um but Chris Chris talked him into getting Guild Wars too, so Do you think they're gonna stick with it? I mean, probably. Well, I would think. Yeah. Well love or are they? I don't know, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris didn't get to play a lot this weekend because his girlfriend was was in town. So, God damn it, <laughs> women. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and John, I don't know because he didn't. He started playing it yesterday, so I don't know that he's that, or maybe Monday night. I don't know. He's probably not too far. He's probably ahead of me. Yeah, I gotta play that. I think by the time I logged on, he was already off both you know i didn't have to get up early in the morning and they probably do mm-hmm. to work <laughs> so yeah that's all that's all i played other than borderlands 2 was more guild wars 2 and love it so uh will what do you got for us um the first game i played is to the moon i played and beat it yay hey. well done. i beat it in one sitting it's nice. a short game but i'll tell you what the story of that game is incredible. And the gameplay aspects of the game, you know, there isn't too much of a gameplay. There's some puzzles and stuff like that, and you walk around through memories to collect mementos to, you know, jump back in the memories. So it's not hard gameplay, but the storytelling, like, I've never played a game with that good of a story. Really? Yeah, it's very good. Wow. I'm with Will on that, I have to agree. It's very, it's sad, too same time did you get a little choked up at the end oh yeah how much is it yeah uh, 7.99 on steam the first week it came out i think it's nine and how long did it take you to beat like four hours yeah around four three sounds like four. something i could probably handle you could if you sat down and you you could play play it in a heartbeat and you know play right through it i've been wanting to it's good dan you would really like it, eric i think you'd like it too you think i would do are you, you like, just saying that do you like a good story not as much as you guys, but I mean, I don't 
not like a good story. <laughs> it's a good story. I'll okay. reiterate Eric's that. okay with stories. I mean, you, you know. <laughs> Are you decent with puzzles? These puzzles aren't very hard. <laughs> I like to say I'm not very good at puzzles, but... These aren't no, very hard. Corey says I don't give myself enough credit. You don't. Um, but, no, like, I've talked... To, I can't remember... It was a long time ago I talked about this game on the podcast, but, like... I was actually kind of annoyed with some of the puzzles, it, and it kind of like bothered me. I was like, I hate, I hate having to do these puzzles in this story that I'm <laughs> in. Because you do like, um, you just walk around, find things to jump memories, and you have to do this random puzzle. Yeah, and it's it just kind of annoyed me. It's like I don't, I just want to get to the next story bit. Like, can we just? This is stupid. Um, but there's this great moment, and I said this at the time at the end of the game. <laughs> Where your partner in the game, well, actually, you you don't you don't really play a specific. Oh, you do kind of play a specific character. Kind of, well, you um, play two. Yeah, you play you play two characters. You play these two doctors, and the one doctor says to the other doctor at the end, "She's like, this is it. This is what we've been working for." And it, that that moment just kind of hit me, like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, this is what I like. All the shit I had to do to put up with for this great payoff at the end, and I was like, "Man." And it made me appreciate what I worked for that much more, mm-hmm. um, because what I had to do was kind of annoying and kind of kind of felt like work. Yeah. And and yeah, it's it's really touching and really beautiful. And the freaking soundtrack, well, you can you can probably attest to this is amazing. The piano oh, song. I love uh, a good soundtrack. It was incredible. Can yeah. I buy that somewhere? The soundtrack? Probably. You can just look it up on YouTube. The the piano bit, yeah, oh, yeah. It was so good. It was just a. Very sad, like, because the game starts off kind of sad because you're trying to figure out, like, you're trying to piece everything together and you hear these names and you're like, who is that? I don't want to spoil it, so I'm kind of being very... Yeah, don't, because I'm probably going to buy it. You're trying to piece things together and you're like, what's going on? It's sad. And you're going through memories and it gets sadder and then, I don't know. It's ri- Also, one thing is it has good humor to it, Eric. Does Great it? Humor. The doctors uh, have very good humor. I can't remember any specific instances, but I remember laughing at a couple it's, times. Um, yeah, it's, it's nine ninety nine. You can also buy it with the soundtrack for twelve forty nine, or you can just buy the soundtrack for four ninety nine. Don't 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 get the soundtrack. I would say buy the go game. on uh, go on Gog. You can get it from there too, and I think the soundtrack comes with it for nine ninety nine. Oh yeah, oh perfect. DRM free. But uh, I think one thing I did notice. I know it's on there, but I think the soundtrack comes with it too. One thing I did notice, Corey. I don't know if you know any more about this, but that said chapter one at the end of the game. Is that the people planning on making more games in that series? Yeah, with I think, that story. I think so now that type. you mentioned, I totally forgot about that. But it was just the game was just made by like two people, like just two people had a hand, like you know the creative hand in it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's made by Freebird Games, and I think now that you mention it, that there is going to be another part. And I hope all that is, it's, it's just the two doctors on their next. You know their next job. Yeah, one thing um, I one thing I did. Big as that is. All uh, right, let me just jump in. It's right now four dollars on Gog. Really? With Save soundtrack? Si- yeah. If you click on it, it should give you a list of the different things that. Uh, bonus content with. included for free with purchase. Music selections from other Freebird games. Oh, that's probably hmm. not it. Dan, oh, I'm whatever. surprised you haven't played it yet, considering you're the one that recommended it to all of us. You know. I, yeah, I was gonna buy gonna it. Buy it right now. I was gonna buy it over the summer, but I'm didn't. Did you just forget? You know what? I think I was gonna buy it right before Guild Wars came out, mm. and I didn't know if I'd get the chance to play it. And I was just like, eh. 
I probably, probably just wait. I would recommend just sitting down for. I played it late at night, like from eight o'clock uh-huh. on. So it was like pitch black in my room, and I'm playing the story. Tear shed. Yeah. You know, it was a great game. Well, Corey, I did like at the very end they did all this work for the guy, and then they get a call for their next mission, and they have to go and do that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, man, that must be so tough to do. Yep. For that, for a, you know, all these people. Yep. But great game. I highly recommend it. Um, I also played FIFA 13 demo, and I am not a big soccer fan at all. I, in fact, don't like it very much. But playing the game, the games are <laughs> so much fun. They're so great. They're awesome. God, I hope it makes you a soccer fan because I'm going to fuck with you so bad about that. <laughs> I picked uh, Arsenal. I don't know why. I just, I like Probably because that's who I always talk about. Is it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's who I always use. I always talk about that. Who are the rivals? Are they rivals with Liverpool? Tottenham. Who's rivals with Liverpool? I don't know. That's Billy's favorite team. Okay, because I like because whenever somebody says they're a Liverpool fan in school, I say I'm an Arsenal fan because <laughs> I don't. Know. Liverpool sucks, by the way. Do they? This year they're doing really bad. It's, uh, Jeff's or Billy's? Billy. Billy. Okay. Jeff's team got relegated to the shit. Division. Oh yeah, I forgot. I remember when we went to see the Avengers. Bolton. <laughs> you told us about that. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> Arsenal's in third. Are they? Yeah, they're doing really good. Good. I like their colors. They do. They lost Van Persie, mm-hmm. who went to Man U, and he's doing so good. He's he's from the Netherlands, and he's ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. But they're they're doing good without him. They've only given up one goal so far, and that's really? the lowest in the league. Yeah. Wow. They scored six last game, but they played a really bad team. I think it's a last place team mm-hmm. because they don't really have a goal scorer now, which you need. Yeah. They're not gonna win. I mean, Man U's going to win. I'd yeah. be shocked if they didn't. But yeah. I played uh, two games of that. The first one, it was 1-1 going into extra time. I ended up losing. Then the second one I played, I won 3 nothing. Nice. Uh, I'm starting to get the kicks a little bit better. Before, I would just bomb it about 15, 20 feet over the goal. Oh, yeah. you <laughs> you got to be real light on the kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like real life, though. It's it's a lot harder than people think to kick that kick. ball in the net. Yeah. Um, another thing I did, I kept going off yeah. sides on a couple of them. Couple What's that, Corey? What? <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey, I couldn't hear you. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> you, man. <laughs> I'm just trolling over here. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, you are. You're being a regular Dave Gardner over there. <laughs> but I'm trying to get used to the soccer rules, like offsides and stuff like that. There's offsides. a couple of balls that got taken away because of offsides. Offsides is a bitch. Yeah. Um, but I'm enjoying the game. I think it's a lot of fun. I'm... Dude, if you like it, you got to get in on CT United. Okay. That's our that's our team, and it's going to be intense now that it's, like, relegations and stuff. Oh, I, I'm, man, I can't freaking wait. I'm going to play a little bit before I join, so oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a little We bit... would require that of you. Yeah, I want to be better because yeah. I'm going to get smoked in that well, game. We need you to be good. Yeah, I don't want to let you guys down. I don't want to join it and ruin it. You're going to buy it, Will? Yeah, I pre-ordered it. What position could Will play that he would, it being bad, would do the least amount of damage? I don't because I don't uh, I know nothing about soccer. Probably uh, midfield. Yeah, I was gonna say midfield. I just that was the only soccer position. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there fullback? Well, you don't want to play in defense and sucking. Is that full? That's a fullback. There's center back, left back, and right back. Striker. Striker is what I am. So you can't play that. What if I Who are the guys that had to run a lot? Midfield. 
Yeah, that's what I was when I played in sixth grade. Yeah. Well, B- Billy's an attacking midfielder. Shane is a midfielder. Jeff Sky is a forward or a wing, I believe. And uh, my guy's a striker. You'd probably want to play midfield or wing. Okay. Because I don't want to. I don't want to ruin you guys. Yeah. Well, you could play wing. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be fun to have that game. I'm Especially, telling you, man. You get into it and start playing with us. You. It gets so intense, and that's oh, what I like. I used God. to love NHL because of how tense it, it's it, intense, it was. and we we are just near tears when we lose sometimes, and it's brutal. And then you get that 90th minute winner. Oh, there's not a better feeling in the world. Man, I can't, I want to play this really bad. It's, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited you're getting it. Yeah, after the disappointment of NHL 13, which I uh, let a friend borrow the day after I got it. And don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. It's too bad. Man, it's a shame. <laughs> um, but the thing I played the most is my Mass Effect 3 Insanity playthrough. Um I have almost 40 hours worth of gameplay, and I'm at the point where I have to storm the Cerberus base. Uh. This is going to be spoilers, obviously. But uh, I'm close. I'm just trying to get my galactic readiness up. I'm at 71% galactic readiness. So I'm getting close. Um, as talking about villains, I hate I hate Kai Lang. I yeah. forgot how much I hated him. Because yeah. after the Thessia mission, he sends you that email uh, posing as the Asari High Command. Uh-huh. Saying, you know, evacuating Thessia. And then he said, oh, you're alive and you're reading this, you know, and talking trash to you. And that just made me hate him. And he killed Thane. Yep. I hate, I just hate him. Yeah. Um, one thing that bugged me in the game, I forgot about this, is the constant disc changing. Oh, yeah. I was sick. Uh, really sick when I was playing it. So, I like, I had my chair set up and I'm, like, in a blanket all warm and, like, you know, comfy. And then... Please insert disc two yeah, would come that, up, and I'm just like that annoyed uh. me too. So I completed the mission, and then please insert disc one came up. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! So I did a couple missions with disc one in, and now it's required disc two. Aggravating. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I think didn't they only do that so you wouldn't give your like after you beat the first disc, give it to somebody? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because like in Mass Effect two, the only thing you need uh, disc two for was the storming the collector yeah. base. It's so freaking sad. It was made me so mad. Um, another thing is I was unsuccessful in making uh, peace with the guests in Quarian. Really? Yeah. I think I know why, though. Uh, to set it up, you need to have prior events work out, like in Mass Effect 2, like have Tally not get exiled was one of them. Oh, okay. And that was the big one that I didn't apparently do. I didn't remember. I I figured I would have, you know, made her so she wasn't exiled, but she was exiled, apparently. So doing that, and I had uh, Legion upload the code. And I was thinking that the Paragon option was going to pop up at some point during he was uploading it, and it never uploaded, and, you know, he was uploading it, and the option never came up. I'm like, huh, maybe it comes up later. And then they showed Admiral Garrel and the Corian fleet getting blown up, and then Tally was depressed, and then she jumped off the side of the cliff, and I was like, oh, yeah. crap. That was really depressing, too. Yeah. I was so bummed out. I've never had something like that in Mass Effect, like, screw something up. So that was the first time I ever really messed something up. Mm. Um, with that being said, though, I still have well over 5,000 more assets, which I think you need 4,000 to have all three options and yeah. have a good end. Well, as good of an ending you can get in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and multiplayer, another thing I wanted to say. 
Uh, I played a lot of multiplayer today, and it's fun. I do silver challenges now because okay. it raises it up more than bronze. Yeah. And it's, it's more intense. And there was one mission where I was w- fighting with people. The two people that me and another person were with were awful. They kept dying, and we're fighting the Reapers. May as well have been playing with me. No, because I remember when I played with like you, Billy, and Dan, we'd do really well. It wasn't my fault. Well, anyway, but it was me. I was uh, I have my uh, Slarian infiltrator, uh-huh. and this person was a Vanguard Asari, and uh, we kept fighting. You know, it was me and him after every at the end of every round, trying to take out two Banshees and Brutes and Marauders and all that. But we did it for probably like five rounds straight. It was just me and him, and then at the end where we had to, you know, if, do the evac. People still don't. People still charge the evac like right off the bat, which you're not supposed to do. You're supposed to fight on the other side of the map, then with like 30 seconds, run over to the evac uh-huh. because now you're not. There's not a wall of enemies there that are trying to yeah. stop you from evacuating. So, but everybody was there anyway, and everybody died, and it was just me. And with the 30 seconds left, I ran over and died right next to it. But I had a meta gel, so I waited until there was like three seconds left and used my meta gel and ran to the evac. To be able to get away nice. and got a lone wolf thing. Oh, nice! So it was me all by myself, and I did it. I was proud of that. Somebody actually came to the mic and said, "Nicely done, McDoodles." <laughs> so I was pretty pleased with that. Nice. So, don't you love that when somebody says your gamer tag out loud? Yeah, I was. I was had a smile on my face. <laughs> I, was, I was proud. <laughs> but uh, I should have Mass Effect beat. I'm hoping by tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna get home from school, do multiplayer, and try and beat it. Nice. Which, Mass Effect is my game of the year, as of right now. I don't think that's going to change either. Okay. The game's so good. But I think that's all I played. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Corey, what do you got for us? Oh, I've got all sorts of treats. All righty. Let's hear them. <laughs> uh, I played and beat a scapegoat. Uh, all right. Uh, there's not much I want to say about it other than the fact that so far it is my game of the year. What? Scapegoat? Scapegoat. I don't know if any of you have heard of it. I certainly had not heard no. of it. I was on Reddit uh, one day at work last week, and somebody posted a link to play this game, Scapegoat, for free in your browser. Okay. So Wait, I this played is it, a, and I... This is a browser game. That's your game of the year. It's a browser game. Really? I, played it and didn't stop playing it until I beat it. I'm not sure how long it took me. Maybe like five, uh, probably not even that long, like four hours. Uh-huh. Um, it's just That's a simple hilarious. puzzle. Sorry. What's up? Sorry. Dan and I were looking at the shirt. Woo. I'm sorry. No, it's the shirt. It's it's obviously more important than a scapegoat. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Just fucking keep reading about a scapegoat. It's not Go that, ahead. I need it's not that cool, Corey. Go to shirtwoot.com and look at it. It's not that cool. Oh, thanks. Will. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a uh, puzzle platformer. Very simple. Uh, very simple graphics. Old school, and you play this stupid little goat who runs around and frees these sheep from this magical prison. Um, but the charm, and this is one one of my biggest problems with puzzle platformers, which is arguably my favorite most favorite genre, is when they drop you into the puzzle, there's so much to see um, beyond what's on your screen that you can't really deduce how to get through it without exploring all of it first. And that kind of annoys me. And what I liked about this game is it's just what's on your screen is the level. So you can look around and see everything that's going on all at once. 
Um, and the puzzles are just really, really cool, and, and there's always ways to beat it that the game developers didn't think of, which is always fun, because you feel like, especially when you, like, beat it right off the bat by doing something kind of janky, you're always like, hell yeah, I beat the system. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just I, I love that whole, like, old-school 8-bit kind of graphics, and, and just, like, a really interesting minimalist world. That, that it kind of builds up and, and you just play through these levels and there's this short little story and when you beat it it's the most sad pathetic little ending <laughs> but it's everything I want in like a puzzle platformer huh. so I highly recommend it I, it's not free anymore I think it's actually coming out on Android or iOS or something like that um, I'm, I'm not sure where else you can get it because like I said I just played it free through their website through the browser I'm going to play this because if you say it's your game of the year so far, it's my and it's the Kinda stupidest little game, and I'm probably the only one in the world that would ever say it's my game of the year at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like sure the the, the guys that made it would be pumped to hear that, but <laughs> other than that, I don't I don't think anybody would let them know. Stock behind that. Um, yeah, so I played that. Uh, I again played it and beat it all in one day uh, while I was at work. That's that's always that's always good getting paid to play video games. <laughs> um, the other game I played is a little game called NHL 13. Wasn't going to get it, but as it started looking more and more like there wasn't going to be a hockey season, I was like, damn, I need my hockey fill. Yeah. So I got it. Um, and I did listen to Will's comments on it last week, um, and I took into account what Dan said originally. Um, Will, I don't know if you missed this, but when you first boot up the game for the first time they give a little tutorial about what they call the performance skating did you oh yeah i know about the performance skating yeah well you didn't really mention it when you talked about it i forgot it was like 12 30 when we were talking about it yeah i feel like that that's like the most important difference in the game because what it is is it it's it's all about momentum um and it takes into it takes into consideration how fast you're moving in in yeah you just your momentum like hockey like hockey is a game of momentum in a lot of ways yeah um because you're going as fast as you can on skates and you're gliding a lot um and if you're constantly skating as hard as you can you're gonna have a lot of fatigue if you're gliding a little bit more you're gonna be less fatigued um so it takes all of that into into consideration um I guess, yeah, just what it is, it's exactly that. It, it takes into account how fast you're going, and if, if you're going as fast as you can and skating into <laughs> the zone, it's going to be a lot easier for them to knock you off the puck. Um, it's going to be a lot harder to protect the puck. It's going to be a lot harder to move from side to side, and if you do move from side to side, it's going to slow you down. So if you're going full speed on a two-on-one, you're going to skate and, and you miss your first shot or you know there's a juicy rebound. But if you're going full speed, you're going to skate right past the goalie and slam into the boards, which, you know, totally taking yourself out of play. So what you kind of want to do is let off the stick a little bit as you enter the zone and have to get around the defenders so you're not going full board um, into the goalie or into the boards behind it. And, and it works the other way, like on defense. If you're standing still when the rush is going the other way, you're, you're toast pretty much. Will said that they, did, they did incorporate, like, the skating backwards into it a little bit more, and that makes it pretty fun for... Uh, for like setting up plays and stuff in the offensive zone because if you're behind the net and like going a certain way you can skate backwards and get a better view of everything and have a better angle to, to pass and shoot the puck yeah doing that with um, the trigger you could create some pretty cool plays like i remember having two defenders and going backwards and like slicing through them and being able to score a goal like that was cool yep, yep. 
And and as a defenseman, um, you can't. I mean, it was kind of you couldn't really commit in the other NHL games, but in this one, you really can't. You can't commit to to a body check or something like that unless there's someone to cover the lane for you. Because again, you're just going to take yourself out of the play and lose any speed you had going in any direction if you try and do that. Um, and and that said, speed is such a huge advantage in this game. There's there's a lot of times where I knew I had like one of the fastest skaters out there. I played as the Phoenix Coyotes in my Be a GM. That's what I've been playing the most, just because I didn't have internet for the last few days because uh, one of my roommates didn't pay the bill. So <laughs> oh just, yeah, Jared. It's <laughs> just playing uh, Be a GM single player offline. Uh, and I was the Phoenix Coyotes, and I traded for Carl Hagel, who I believe won the fastest skater competition. Uh, yeah, he did. He beat uh, Colin Greening. I had him, and, and as part of this performance skating thing, the the new implement in NHL 13, is you press down the left thumbstick to uh, get up to full speed as fast as possible. It's like your little speed burst. But if you use that too much, your players get fatigued a lot faster, so you kind of got to choose it wisely. But if, if you know when to use it in the right spot, um, and it's mostly like starting off, it's like a trial and error thing, because you obviously have to get used to it. But with skating in that zone, especially with Carl Hagelin, even if it's one on two, two defenders, if you use that speed burst at the right time, because they're skating backwards, you can you can cut in and, and burst by them before they have a chance to turn around and catch up to you. Um, and that that's really handy. And only like guys like Carl Hagelin and some of the other faster guys would be able to do that, obviously. Um, yeah, and if, if you're going to deke around defenders, you got to slow down to do it. Otherwise, you know, your deke is going to be real shitty or they're just going to check you and knock you off the puck if you're going full speed. Uh, so yeah, that that's kind of my take on it. In in I don't think it's different. It's 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 a different type of game now, and and you really have to take that into consideration. Um, that said, I'm not sure if I like it more than the other ones. I don't think I do. Um, we talk about it all the time, but sacrificing fun for realism not necessarily such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still freaking bot, and I never really realized it because I think in all the like the last few NHLs I had, I only ever did online play. I never did any of the like offline stuff. Um, it just feels so old-fashioned the way you navigate through menus and edit your lines and and all this crap. It it's like hard to believe there's not a better way to do it. it seems so archaic. I'm sure yeah, there is. Yeah, because you still. I mean, that's what you were doing in NHL '95. You know, that's it's, that's exactly it. And yeah, they had like some 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 ways to kind of make it easier um one thing that really bothered me is there was an assistant coach that would automatically edit your lines every time somebody got injured but the way i had my lines set up is the automatic edit for my assistant coach was way different from where i had how i had my lines set up because i did my defenseman um i had the way my defensemen were paired my first line was my two defensive defensemen and my second line was my two offensive defensemen um, and they wanted to do it one on each line, which may or may not be the better idea, but the way I was playing, um, you know, I split it like that. So if I was in the, the opposing team zone, I would always send out my two offensive defensemen um, for the faceoff. It's just annoying because whenever there's an injury, you either have to go in and re-edit everything yourself and you, or have the coach totally change everything you had set up. And it's like, there's got to be a way to, like, lock in the positions and just have it auto-fill the, the position that's lost from the injury. Yeah. Uh, it's really annoying. And, and I paid 50 bucks for the game because it was $10 off on Amazon. 
Um, that's kind of what spurred me to buy it. So, I, yeah, I was gonna say I saw it recently for fifty bucks, ten dollars off. Yeah, uh, the Amazon price me. matched like Target or something stupid like that. I don't okay. remember who they price matched, but that's why it was only fifty on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I I I'm kind of glad I got it just because who knows if there's gonna be a hockey season this year. But at the same time, I eh, I still miss NHL 11 really. Yeah. Um. It's still, it's just, it's, it's just a different experience this year, and it's still, I'm still getting used to it, and I'm not sure that I like it. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, moving along, Tekken Tag Two. Uh, not much to talk about on this, just because I didn't play it too much. It's, it's still Tekken. You know, there's, it's still Tekken Tag. If you like Tekken and you like Tekken Tag, you're gonna like Tekken Tag Tournament too. Uh, a lot of characters to choose from really hard the difficulty curve kind of sucks because i had no problem winning any battle until like one of the quote-unquote boss battles and i just could not beat this this chick she transforms after the, the first uh you beat her in one round and then she transforms and i just can't beat her transformed form no matter how hard i try uh the only reason i got that is because i figured some of my roommates would be interested in playing that so i nice. got it okay the game I played is the Resident Evil 6 demo. Oh. Let's hear tantalizing. Let's hear about it. Man, not so much. Granted, these are the kind of games I don't like, like Uncharted. I, I, I respect them, but I they're games, not games for me. I really liked Uncharted. Yeah, so I didn't really care for it. I played it, and I was like, yeah, I could see why people would love this, but it's not something I'm really interested in. Um... I don't really care about the characters. Leon Kennedy, I really could give two shits about. Maybe if I can, I might want to play the game a little bit more. Yeah, you start off in... Uh, it's kind of cool because the way they incorporate co-op. You start off... Uh, it's not a spoiler because it happens in the first two minutes of the game. Uh, or two minutes of the demo. You shoot the president and you kill him. And this other character shows up. Because he's a zombie. This other character shows up. And she's like, oh, hey, I have a lead for you. Let's go. Let's go to this lead figure out how this how this happened um and you just you fight with her um i just started the game on my own and uh it was me and this chick i can't remember her name uh fighting together she was ai and then somebody just joined my game because i left it open for online and i was just playing with this other dude which was kind of fun but at the same time i just didn't get it you know it's killing zombies with a gun or kicking and that that was the game and i don't know People might be into that. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to try it. I don't know. I'm There's, still going to try it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like I said, it's not for me. It's it's kind of cool shooting zombies in the head, and zombies are always fun anyway. How are the graphics but, and everything looking? I wasn't a big fan of the graphics. Fuck. A little bit, little bit uh, dim. Am I going to get saved another 60 bucks here, Corey? I'm trying to save you 60 bucks. I would not. <laughs> and, and that's the problem. It's it's the demo. And I played, I don't know how long the demo was, but like half an hour of the game. Right. It's just this. this. I was going to pre-order it. Maybe I just won't. Pre-order. Wait for the, wait for the reviews. Yeah. And yeah, you don't, need to, you don't need to pre-order it. Okay. pre is you don't need to do that anyway. You can just show up at any GameStop and buy the game day of. Depends no, on no, the game. No, but there there might be bonuses and shit. All that stupid bullshit now. 
I don't think you'll be able to get a copy of Halo Four. That's already pre-ordered if you and wait. in the bank. Yeah, I got a. I got a. Oh, actually, mine. I'm gonna get the collector's edition though. I have to upgrade to that. Yeah. Which I'll do tomorrow. I got a. Pre- I got a pre-order Halo Four. I can't wait for my Xbox. Corey's talking and I can't hear him. Has there ever been a game that came out on launch day that you guys went to get at GameStop and they didn't have it? No. Me neither. They always have it. They tell you they don't have it because they tell you they probably won't have copies because they want you to pre-order. That's true. Yeah. I remember a time, what was it, Grand Theft Auto 3, that one of our friends didn't pre-order and they didn't have any for him for, for PS3. Remember that? Kyle Giles never pre-ordered it. I don't remember that, oh, but yeah. I believe you. He's he's pretty. I mad. bet you he was furious. He was pretty mad. I pre-ordered, and I was one of the first first people to get it. Remember we oh, budged yeah. into the line? Yeah, we did. Fuck. The fuckum's right. Um. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, again, I didn't. I just didn't get a good feel for the game. I'm just like, I don't. I don't get this. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. It's not my type of thing either. Is that? Uh, did you have any other games? No, that's it. Right. Uh, we did play a few different games. I played Gravity Bone, Faster Than Light, and Slender, which I'll probably oh. talk about. FTL. Yeah. I've heard good things about that, and you no, you can't talk about it this week, right? You don't didn't play it enough. Uh, you know, I played it. I played it enough to say that you should play it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what everyone keeps saying. Is this a PC game? Yeah. It's an indie game. Right? I I just played a scapegoat, by the way, almost the whole time you were talking. What do you think? This game sucks, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking game <I'll>... of the year. <laughs> it's competition isn't that great. <laughs> I feel like you could find something. I don't know. Mass Effect, maybe. Uh, well, Assassin's Creed will be better than that. I'm almost positive. And I know you're getting that, so. You're probably right. If you pick a scapegoat as your game of the year, I'm <laughs> quitting the podcast. <laughs> well, we'll 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 know when we have our uh, end of the game, end of the year game awards. Corey wants me episode. to quit the podcast. <laughs> he's like, you never fucking do anything anyway. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. Be the same podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Corey, you keep cutting out. Yeah, you're cutting out, man. I don't know what to tell you. Well, we're we're just about done anyway, so. Uh, that, that everything you played, Corey? Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so yeah. Uh, the usual information. <laughs> Rigmarole. Before we record our uh, uh, hangover episode. Our uh, Facebook page is facebook.com slash slumstickathletes. Our Twitter feed it's twitter.com slash TS athletes or at capital T capital S athletes. Uh, thumbstickathletes.com is our website. 607 is our voicemail number. So call me with a voicemail or you can email us at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. If you're going to be ordering uh, any of the newfangled video games coming out pretty soon, uh, be sure to use our link on our, on our website for Amazon. Uh, and order it from Amazon. They'll give us a little a little dough for for sending you there, especially for for buying video games or systems or whatever. If you're well, there's no more Wii U's, but I was gonna say if you're gonna be buying a Wii U, you could use our Amazon search. Oh no, because Amazon's not selling. Well, maybe from one of their other sellers. Anyway, 
Wii U. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That'll do it for episode 61 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Can you hear me? Yep. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Bye!